So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Hey, hey, you guys hear that? You know what that means, right? The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is back. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. My name's Hunter, and look, it's been a nice little haunt season. We're, we're you know, getting back into gear after a little bit of that, that Halloween break. We spent all year anticipating it, and then we just go full hog enjoying it and, and diving into the event. And then, you know what? We, we come back a little while later. Um, and when I say a little while, maybe sometimes that's um, two years after the fact. Uh, maybe that's six months after the fact. But, you know, a little you know, less than a month after the event ended, I'm, I'm proud of myself. Uh, for, for, for Well, I'm proud of us, Matt, for getting back together so soon to deliver our final thoughts on Thursday. I was going to say, this is not... Um, uh, this is just a little while later, I guess I should say. This is probably the quickest we've done this since Quentin and I started this in 2015. Yeah, it's one of those things like I, you know, we we did kind of talk about some of our thoughts with, um, you know, on Grim Grinning House, we talked their thoughts. And I know our colleagues with 365 and RIP Tour and uh, Hung Up on Horror, like they've all done their rap episodes. Catacombs, we usually take a little bit of time so we can sit and reflect on the event, but <laughs> that's, I, that's very generous. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Or maybe, maybe, maybe we do we now. Just, maybe the, yeah. you're running the show. We're reflecting, but it was pure laziness <laughs> and I just really don't want to talk right now. Or there was the year I almost died. So it's been a lot of things, but so, but if, but if you're now staring it in the direction of let's take some time and really digest it, then I'm all for that. I, I will, I'll say, I'll say, sure. That's what we're doing. Look, you can hear me. I am so out of practice. I'm out of breath. I'm stammering. I don't know how to open this show anymore. I was just like, yep, that's cut the tape. <laughs> Let's go in. Um, but yeah, I, I think like with 31 in particular, this is the least an event has required a post evaluation for me personally. Um, whether or not we've set back and done that, <laughs> you know, the, um, the recollections and remembering the event and, and looking back at it and everything like that. I just think like I had a really solid idea of what 31 was going to end up being to me personally pretty early in the event. And then it really just kind of cemented and that's not always the case, but I felt like I had a really good perspective uh, the entire time I was attending. And, and that's part of the reason I wanted to go ahead and do this because I, I don't think my feelings on this year are going to change very much, uh, whether that's positive or negative. I have a lot of positives. I don't have too many negatives or anything like that. But uh, yeah, 31 was a weird year. Um, there was just so many things. And may, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. But this is our full HHN 31 wrap-up review. We're going to dive into the scare zones, the shows, and the houses. 
maybe talk a little bit about the food options and just general impressions and kind of how we feel it's it's stacked up to recent years and where it's going to land in the HHN, I guess, year hierarchy. Um, but you know, Matt, it's really appropriate that we're sitting here to do this. I'm looking at it. Um, I'm pretty much through my Halloween candy reserve. Um, and <laughs> so pretty like, close to, that's funny yeah. you said that. I looked down and there was like only three Reese's cups left in the bag. I'm like, Oh, it's going to be a sad week this week. Oh, I'm a, I'm a chocolate hound. So like that's <laughs> been gone. That was gone like two days after Halloween, you know, I was trying to stagger it. I like grabbed one Reese's cup and then a couple of whatever else was in the, the other, like, like my wife usually, she likes to mix it up. But it's always Reese's cups in one bag, and then the other bag's like one of those hodgepodge bags. It's like a little bit of everything. So I've been like one out of this bag, one out of that bag, one out of this bag. But that Reese's cup bag is taking its it's 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 had its unfair share taken out of it this past month. You know, it is. Um, I really love the first couple weeks of November because I can pair up my leftover Halloween candy with the gobbler at Wawa uh, <laughs> and maybe a McRib. A McRib. If I'm That's frisky. right. Don't forget that. <laughs> the double sandwich combo right. from hell yeah. uh, paired with Sour Patch Kids and Reese's Cups. I, I call uh, it stomach stretching practice for <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, it's just uh, that had me thinking it's like, all right, it's officially coming to an end now. Um, and let's let's get together and talk about it. So I guess without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into our HHN 31 wrap up slash final slash uh, ultimate, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> this is this is our review of, of 31, folks. This is us talking about it. How's that? <laughs> That's, That's right. What the title will be. <laughs> well, I guess let's talk about it like we, we did with our pre-hype. We're basically going to follow the map direction again. Right. Um, what we're going to do, though, is we are going to talk scare zones first, and then uh, I guess we'll go ahead and hit shows because I imagine that'll be extremely brief <laughs> for yeah. both of us. Yeah, yeah, because I do. I'm still maybe you can help me settle something in my head on one of the shows here because I'm still not quite sure where I stand. On, not where I stand on it. It'll make sense when I ask you the question. I, I don't know how to preface it without blowing the lead. And it's really not that exciting of a topic. One of, the, one of the shows, I mean, I'll go ahead and say it. I did not make time for Nightmare Fuel at all this okay. season. That's the, um, one I, that's the one I wanted to talk about because I saw it. Finally saw it once. Just once. And I I'm sat through it going, <laughs> <laughs> I, sat, I was watching it going, this is the same show. Wait, no, it's not. No, wait, it is. Wait, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. And I must have done that 30 times. And I went back and I watched, and uh, there was one channel. Oh, my gosh. I totally, it's going to slip my mind on the YouTube channel. I apologize um, to whoever posted the videos. They posted the both videos, and I watched them again. And I'm like, I'm still not entirely sure it's the exact same show. But, man, does it seem like 98% the same show. And I, well, I walked out of there confused going, was that new? Was it not new? And I just could not piece details together in my head. Yeah, from ta- and that was the major reason. Like normally, if it's it's you know this brand new show offering, um, mm-hmm. I will go out of my way to see it at least that one time. Yeah, um, but I mean, we didn't get to see it on the first night when we got our tour, um, and it was just you know it's got that diehard audience, which is awesome. I just couldn't find the time during my event nights. I went fifteen nights this season to. You know, where I honestly being true <laughs> drew to the audience here, where I wanted to go do that instead of run a couple of houses or, or something like that. And that's yeah. kind of where I was. Um, and maybe that's not the right perspective if you're reviewing the event. So I'm, I'm not going to <laughs> say true. anything about yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a lot of people that did go see it um, basically told me exactly what you just said. It's, <laughs> it's, 
it's the same show with like a couple like it's the the Star Wars special edition. <laughs> it's, it's I think yeah. what I, I think what I finally came to the conclusion the conclusion of is that it's not an all new show. I mean, it's I'm and and those diehards are probably already turned this off. So like at least they got the down the that first first thirty seconds of download that <laughs> that counts. So that's good. Yeah. But they yeah. probably turned it off by now, saying that how much is actually different. But it's I did walk away and then finally with just a little bit of post event research okay it's there's a lot of the same it's 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 but it's not all new and i think i was considering i had a subtitle of what was it wildfire i kept calling it hellfire but i think wildfire wildfire. i was expecting it to be predominantly new and that certainly didn't feel like watching it and then comparing the two i was like okay it's not a hundred percent the same but it's also not a hundred percent different yeah yeah so i mean I, I feel like we've already talked about it, but we'll we'll come back to it. Okay. We, we, well, you know what? Why why don't we just go ahead and and dive into shows? We're already here. And yeah, then we sure. Can go into yep. zones. But yeah, that that's kind of where there's really no reason for me to go back personally to uh, Nightmare Fuel. I really liked it at thirty. I caught it, I think, three or four times at thirty. Um, but from the reactions, which were, hey, you know, this is just like a slightly plussed up version of the show from last year. I just didn't make time for it this year. Yeah. I, I feel like I definitely got my money's worth for my frequent fear pass, but uh, yeah, I just, uh, it wasn't a priority and I, I'm sorry. That's no offense to anyone who loves it or even the talent involved. I just uh, wanted to do haunted houses a yeah. lot. <laughs> Same as always. I was really glad I went with a couple of people that had not seen it last year. Uh, so okay, their, cool. their their reaction was all new. So that made it more fun. If I went by myself on, and and was sitting there, I probably really would have been distracted trying to figure out whether it was whether it was like if I if it was having it. Just my memory was failing me, or or what was happening. But it was fun to watch their re- and hear their reactions too. So that I'm glad I did that. If had I not done that and gone by myself, I I I'm not sure how I would have reacted to it. So it's it, it, and 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 that just goes for. Halloween Hard Nights, anything, anytime you take someone new to something or even just the event for the first time, there's a certain level of additional entertainment for anyone, regardless of how long they've been going. So I was glad I did that. I'm glad that's the show I decided to go to. Now, the other show, of course, was Ghoulish, the Halloween Adventure, which was on the Lagoon. The other hand, I was not so glad. (laughs) Halloween Tale, excuse me. (laughs) It's a Halloween Adventure. Um, uh, unfortunately, Ghoulish did suffer a uh, a very unfortunate fate. It did not pretty much run the entire month of October, which which sucks. I mean, its absence was really really felt, and I can imagine uh-huh. the uh, the poor scarecrow <laughs> scare actors <laughs> that were enjoying their their fifteen minute breaks every now and then. Oh, good the music point. Kick. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw a couple tweets like, "Oh my God, please bring back Ghoulish," and it just didn't happen and of course if you're not familiar um the lagoon did sustain some damage during the major hurricane that central florida had um end of september beginning of october yeah, when was when was he in that was september i think yeah so yeah. it's been down for over half the event i didn't really realize that yeah it was down the entire and, and it sucks because like the show whether you liked it or not which we're going to dive into yeah. in just a second yes yeah, it was 2023rd is when it formed. So somewhere between that and October 2nd is when it hit Florida. That was yeah. it's that's when it's yeah, wow, I didn't realize Ghoulish was down for more well probably more than well half the event, let's just say that. I won't even sit here and calculate it. Half the event. That's a long time. That's yeah. actually a really long time. 
And I had lots of friends, like uh, namely uh, my, my good friend and co-host on GGH, Brad. He comes in October, and he really likes all the Lagoon shows they've done so far. And uh, he was really anticipating it, and we were just like cross fingers, like it'll come back up. But it never did. And um, I don't even think the nighttime Lagoon show regular park operation is back up yet. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I'm, I haven't seen anybody talk about it, and I haven't seen it announced or anything like that but um yeah the the reason i say it was such a shame for it to be down in october is ghoulish really was a celebration of um you know that classic halloween aesthetic uh vintage like that's how it was presented at least yeah that's how um, it was presented <laughs> but was it you you and i are on two <laughs> different so i like it just fine i don't think you liked it i didn't like it i didn't enjoy it i mean that's it, it, that's the bottom line. It just was not my thing. I, 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 I thought I, I just, I, it was, and half of that was my own anticipation and interpretation of the, the sales pitch for it. The elevator pitch for it was off on a completely different direction. So at first there was a bit of, okay, this isn't at all what I thought it was going to be. And then uh, subsequent viewing, I was like, I just don't like it. It's just not my thing, but I left it at that. I didn't post anything or say anything. And, in fact, I think I said something on, I did on the 365 Hot Wings episode or the Hot Takes episode, how much I didn't yeah. like it or yeah. that I didn't like it. And someone did message me on Twitter and said, I think they were joking. Like, am I, I bet you're, you're glad that the, that ghoulish has wiped out the rest of the season. I'm like, well, <laughs> no, I'm not because I'm not the type of person that if I don't like it, no one else can have it. It's just. That's just I don't have to go to it, you know. The uh, the sports fan mentality. <laughs> yeah, of, I hate this team, and I'm so right. glad their star player <laughs> I, has yeah. a broken leg. Right. No. Exactly. So it's like no, not at all. It's like that's I I. It could be going 15 times more a night, and I can easily avoid it. Why would I wish it to go away for people that like it? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, and, and that's like a huge part of i mean that's an episode in and of itself like yeah. if you don't like something at hhn you can easily unless it's like a scare zone <laughs> you can avoid almost all aspects yep. of the event <laughs> yeah. you're like oh my god the food suck well don't give them don't 19 dollars for a corn dog i just had this argument with someone a, about a beer fest that you had to pay to enter and he's like well i gotta pay to enter i'm giving all this beer away i'm like you don't have to pay to enter in fact you can just leave now. <laughs> so shut up. You know, that was your choice to pay for it. Dinner. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. I, I did like ghoulish. I thought ghoulish was a pretty good time. I mean, it is one of those things where, um, you know, I didn't like the show as much last year. I did like ghoulish more this year. And, I just feel like we're we're always going to have that qualifier of just like you know you know marathon of mayhem just like had all the perfect elements. It was That's, just really yeah, it was just yeah. really a perfect uh, medley of everything that anybody could want in a nighttime entertainment. Like we don't have to say that every time. We get it now. It's, like the, and the point has been made. <laughs> it's such a hard bar to to set too. It's like for one, being the first, it's always going to be compared no matter what happens. It just happened to be really freaking fantastic. So that's just a tough thing that, that you're right. And I agree with you 100%. We can stop comparing it. It's like now that, especially now we've moved away from Marathon of Mayhem and they've gone to a different format and presumably will going forward. But it, it's it's always going to happen. That is, yeah. That is, that comparison's always going to be made. It's that's and it's probably not fair because it was just so damn good that first year. And you know, I I think I'm glad we started with shows because the more we're kind of discussing and talking about it, I think I've realized that Ghoulish is a pretty good. 
uh, middle of the ground point for the event this year. As far as my key note about this year is that there were so many things I really liked about the event, but then other things that just didn't end up clicking Mm. for me. And I think ghoulish is like a perfect example of that because (laughs) ghoulish is like, yes, it all fits together, but does it fit as well as you would like it together? Not necessarily. And I, I think that's kind of where I was with 31, where it was like, oh my goodness, like they're really going in on this classic Halloween aesthetic. Like I love the key art and everything like that this year. I actually really like the music loop. I know that was mm-hmm. kind of a, a debatable thing, but I thought it was a welcome change of pace. I do think it was too short. Like numerous people have said, uh, you heard way too many of the same <laughs> songs. I swear to God, they heard our episode, our hot takes episode with Duff. And then when the hurricane, when they, when they set back up from the hurricane, they decided to turn the music up 10 fucking times louder. So I'd hear it It this time because it was so fucking loud after the hurricane. It was like blown out of a hoopty (laughs) speaker levels. Yeah, it was. Oh my God. It was, it was crazy. Um, like when so, the hurricane blew the volume knobs off the control panel. What the hell? My God. <laughs> but there are things like during 31 that I think during my time going to the event personally, um, I've never seen a lineup of scare zones this strong. Like I really enjoyed um, all the scare zones for the most part, minus one, which I felt was a bit of a letdown. I really thought scare zones were very strong this yep. year. And houses are kind of of the same thing where I thought five of these houses were really, really great. And then five (laughs) of them were not as good. Um, I think I'm with you there. But the scare, the biggest thing about the scare zones this year since I think 20, well, maybe even for in the past few years is the fact that we've got like full size sets in the streets that we didn't have because of that parade. So that, that yeah. was, I didn't, I knew it was going to make a difference. Cause I, I can remember how much more fun it was when there's like a, a hundred things for people, first characters to hide, to work with and hide behind and build stories and, and, and little uh, vignettes out of, but I, until I got to see it again, since it'd been such a, a considerable amount of time, how much better it makes that, especially, uh, and we'll get to it, but um, the one on Hollywood Boulevard, Graveyard, Deadly Unrest, it was that was like yeah. a completely different section of the park that just felt like it never existed before. And I really felt like they came back into their own, like New York yep. finally came back yep. alive. Finally. Yeah. They finally figured out how to effectively use San Francisco, in my opinion. And maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. I'm sure we will. But um, yeah, HHN 31 is a year that um, is... It's it's so tough because like this is the year where I think more than other years, like all the pieces were there for it to become my favorite thing, and it just didn't quite <laughs> reach something that. There, there's just something off. Yeah, I get. I'm with you. Like it's, and especially, I mean, it's, this may have been, and from from my perspective, this might be one of those things where we've discussed where it always seems a year after a anniversary year or a marked marked anniversary year always seems to top the anniversary year. And maybe I was expecting that to happen and it didn't quite make it. And maybe that's part of it feeling off for me. Yeah. It's so tough because 30, like I think, I think this year for me personally ranks a level above 30, but Mm -hmm, then it does rank below some of my favorite years, which were like 26. And then of course, 28 and 29, um in 30 yeah oh go ahead i'm sorry uh, 30 it was just you know there were a lot of things working against that year i think that just were out of people's control um you know like our big complaint was oh i've already seen 
a quarter of the event already. Well, there's really nothing they can do about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. COVID restrictions, let's not dive into it, but people had opinions on that. Um, so 30, like I wish that year had its chance to, yeah. to really, you know, spread its wings and every, and I think 31 does get a leg up because of some of those things, not holding it back. Yeah. Um, but it just, maybe this was on me, but I, I actively try to prevent myself from building up things to this unattainable I- level. Yeah, I don't and, know that I intended to do that. I'm just wondering if I did. And I I honestly from from knowing you and I as well as we do, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Um I just I don't think we did to be perfectly honest. I think we maintained a pretty reasonable expectation yeah. while also being I, excited. I'd like to think so. And it just it um it's not a year where I'm going to look back and I'm going to be like, "Man, you should have been the best. You should have been that year for me. I'm going to remember the event fondly like I do every single HHN event years, the good and the bad. But it is one of those where I am surprised to be sitting down with you. And I don't think any of these houses, for the first time in my time attending the event, are breaking like my all-timer house list. Oh, that's yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. Um I think I think there's a lot of things I'm going to remember about this year. We're going to talk about those when we get to the houses, like specific things. And that's how I'll talk about them. I think I'll talk about individual pieces of this year instead of 31 as a whole, whereas 21, which is like my go-to of one that I'll just always talk about as a year. It's so it's like it's there's some events, and this is this isn't just 31 and 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 30. This is I think I have that throughout the entire run of my time at Halloween Horror Night. Some things I remember uh individual pieces of the best and then some years it's just everything there are so many good things that i can compartmentalize that in my memory or my discussion as a year and i think this is one where i'm going to when we talk about it two three years from now i'm going to refer back to attractions rather than the year yeah no totally i think there's this is a year where i'm going to look back and just be like hey um this was not my favorite event year, but this is one of my favorite things I've yes. seen at the event. Exactly. Um, yep. Yep. And that's, that's going to be a big thing for me. And yeah. you know, that's not really a bad place to be. It's that, that relationship that's there for you when you need it. And you remember it fondly. It's not going to end in a bad way. You're just going to agree to be friends. You're going to go about it, but you're going to think fondly mm-hmm. about that, that, that event year or that person. And you're gonna yeah. be like, man, that was they were good for me and I was good for them. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and just, you have a way more deeper relationship with this event than I have. Holy shit. Uh, look, it's, did look you ever look at Halloween Horror Nights and say, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> I think a couple of us went through that this year, you know, who knows? Um, well, Hey, let's go ahead and dive into the event. Um, we'll, we'll just do the scare zones in order. Okay. Um, we're going to make our way around the map and then we'll come back and do houses, but horrors of Halloween. This was the signature slash icon question mark, question mark, question mark zone of the year. Um, this was the pumpkin Lord station. He was out front greeting people to the event. They're using the big metal trusts with the, uh, the, the classic Halloween horror nights, you know, logo font above everything. And um, Matt, this is this was uh, this was not a good scare zone. <laughs> I don't know what they can do to improve um, this this area anymore. I mean, there's it's so it's it's the it's the entry point. Either actually, for me, it's kind of it's after the entry point. I usually bolt right to where I'm headed. Um, let's be honest, it's the Duff Gardens, and then I'd start my night. But besides that, I don't know what they can do about like making this area just 
set up better or maybe it's maybe i'm blaming setting it up to really three or four really clunker scare zones the past few years it's just there's so many people it's so crowded it's where you go in it's where you come out and there's like you have to keep that area open and it just it always makes it feel like it's fall it's like it's not done i've always walked through that this year going it's like they forgot something but i can't tell what it just was the event in general was very, very dark this year. It yeah. felt um, like the lighting packages were not there this yeah, year. True, and I don't yeah. know why, but um, yeah, the, I think that just the, they put all of their money on the pumpkin Lord being out front. And to be fair, he drew this massive crowd. I loved his redesign. I am not a fan of some of the character decisions yeah. we've decided <laughs> yeah, no, to do yeah. with him. We talked about that on the hot take episode, but I think just after him, uh, unfortunately, outside of the pumpkins, which we love to look at every single year, just a very boring zone. Uh, I felt like there weren't a lot of scare actors in there. Um, they really didn't have much room to interact. Um, it was just uh, just two of those little simple um, above ground, below ground like sets, and then couple that with the minions construction that went yeah. all. Oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Revenge, yeah, um, because yeah. monsters is down too. Um, uh, Monsters Cafe, that is. Mm-hmm. It just it was kind of a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last good zone setup zone in there, and maybe I don't know if it was intended it, or worked out that way, was an arcade because I of really the like an arcade, big, yeah. Those those big arcade facades gave I don't know if they were like I said, I don't know if they were intended semi boo hole street boo holes or not, but they ended up working out to be. I think that was the last really good layout in that area, with it still keeping the street like free uh, of, of sets. It, it really is what it came down to is what I'm thinking. You know, and I never expect the scare zone to be the best one. It's, it's literally just the appetizer scare yeah. zone introduce you to the event. But I still, every time I walked through it, I was just like, man, I, I don't like this zone. I don't I, like being in this zone. <laughs> I just want to get through it. And I, I feel like a lot of people felt that way. And I, I think a lot of us had super high hopes for the quote unquote pumpkin Lord zone. And it just yeah. didn't quite deliver on that idea and maybe we we built it up too much in our heads for knowing what the restraints were going to be with that construction and that spot but i don't know i i think there were a couple different ways where you could have done this better even the zone from 28 what was that uh i think it was called the harvest with like the signs of the properties that you were walking through and everything like right, that yeah and, uh, yeah um I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm not going to remember this zone after we finish this nope, discussion. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. And it's and aesthetic wise, you have the pumpkin lord's like organic growth around him. He's growing out of the pumpkin and the leaves and the vines going into the trees, trees and a little bit into the walls and the construction area into the camo netting. But I'm, we won't talk about that part. And then you have the metal struts holding the pumpkins. I'm like, there's a very vast difference in aesthetically between the two main features of that zone. They're definitely not working harmoniously. Totally. Well, you know, Matt, I just popped open um, this package of Sour Patch Kids because we're about to head into Sweet (laughs) Sweet Revenge Revenge. in New York. And um, man, what a return to form for New York. I enjoyed this a lot. We've been saying for years that New York has been a bit of a letdown and um this is by far the best New York scare zone we've gotten since 25. Um, it's just, I was really impressed. I love seeing the actors running around and having fun. More importantly, 
I love seeing the creativity of the scare actors and the sets and everything on display here. I, I mean, like they even brought back like the window projections um, for kills, like in the windows and mm-hmm. the lore that was built up through this event's run, because you do have this really interesting story about, you know, the candy maker coming in and he's poisoned all the children and everything. Like, it's really cool. And it was just enough for those scare actors to make the story theirs. And I think that really works for a lot of um, scare zones we remember fondly, uh, like Vam 55. Uh, the, you know, the scare actors brought that story to life. And I think we saw something very, very similar here. And they had the settings to back it up. I, I really, really liked Sweet Revenge. Yeah, those, my big thing, the first thing I wanted to see when I heard they were building new floats for just this zone, I went right to those, and those were gorgeous. I, I enjoyed looking at those. The character designs were great. The, like you said, the, the story, the atmosphere, and the fact that the streets were full again of things, not just characters. The, I, always, I, don't, I always go back to The Purge being like the perfect one for that time period because it takes place in a it, the purge takes place in reality it's it's not fantastic it's not in the future it's it's in a city so it worked well for there you don't need to have everything in there having a box truck come out and kind of block the way for a few minutes is fine so that they worked it twice <laughs> so well but now that they don't have that restrictions it was so nice to see that thing just packed full of stuff to look at and distract you which is very dangerous when you have a talented cast of characters on hand which this zone did i love this i i enjoyed the hell out of this zone and it's it's the zone that, you know, I, I say every single time we do one of these, like, I'm not a scare zone person. I enjoy walking through them on my way to my next destination and maybe sometimes grabbing a seat on the bench. But I, I'm not a scare zone hanger. I found myself wanting to spend time in the zone mm-hmm. and um, just standing next to Finnegan's and, and watching the interactions and um, everything like that really brought this zone to life for me. And uh, I really think this is one that people are going to remember. Uh, this is one of those things when people talk about 31, uh, if someone says, hey, my favorite part of this event was Sweet Revenge, I'll be like, hell yeah. Like, I yeah. totally did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, if we keep on going up, uh, passing a new house location, I'm excited to talk about that with you because that was interesting. Um, we're going to end up in Conjure the Dark, which was okay. the... Uh, Daphne turns yeah. witch hair <laughs> zone yes. featuring the orcs from Lord of the Rings. Uh, I, I don't want to say that's all I could think of when I saw her, but that's the first thing I thought of. And of course, since that was my initial reaction to her, that's that's I wouldn't say all, no, it is all I thought of when I saw her. Each, I should say I thought of it each time I saw her. It's um, yeah, she was. She is like the the focal point of that scare zone, and mm. I'm I'm not going to pretend to to really understand all of the the lore of this the scare zone like there were a lot of intricacies and everything like that but the concept of a witch bringing forth dark forces <laughs> like yeah. to attack people in her little section of the woods or whatever um worked and i thought this was the best san francisco zone um that we've gotten at least as far as the originals are concerned i felt like all the elements came together to make something memorable and special i didn't spend like a ton of time in here but i liked the mini show element um i thought the makeup for the scare actors was gorgeous in this. That was all, like, yes, crazy quality stuff. I agree, hundred percent on that one. Yeah, I didn't see, I didn't spend, I didn't really spend much time in any scare zone, honestly, this year. But yeah, the the makeup, even just going through, not even kind of of going off to the side to see this any of the side shows, especially the one where the the witch she was kind of not tucked away, but she was a little off that like main path to see that show. Even that, you got. 
a good look at some really insanely detailed and well-designed costumes and masks and prosthetics or whatever the entire ensemble was to put those characters together. They, they looked awesome. And it brings me back to something I've discussed a lot. Um, our good friend Dakota has discussed plenty and that's that fantasy is such a rich genre. Yeah. Right. To pull from. And I want to see more of this at the event. I wouldn't mind either. That would be cool. Come on. D and D is more in style. <laughs> than ever. Literally do a dungeons and dragons house. It would be, I don't even play dungeons and dragons. That would be so freaking cool though. What would you have to call it? If you don't want to copyright it, what else would it be? Uh, 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 I can't think of anything now. Um, Towers, Seller, sellers, and centaurs. <laughs> yeah, that, that's perfect. <laughs> sellers and centaurs. <laughs> mm, much better than my uh, suggestion of um, towers and snake-headed fire-breathing <laughs> <Okay>. reptilians. <laughs> well, Dungeons if we and dragons and diners and dies or whatever that, that meme is, which is freaking hilarious. I want to watch that show. I want to watch Guy <laughs> Fieri learning to play Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. <laughs> so if we make our way all the way around, um, we do have the Chainsaw Gang um, striking up again in Springfield, which was a nice return. I yep. don't think they were there at all last year. Um, but we're going to end up over in Central Park with Scarecrow Cursed Soil. And um, man, this like... This just completely delivered on <laughs> what I expected from a scarecrow zone. Like that's all there is to it. It's yeah. Um, my only thing is I, I wish maybe it went a little bit beyond that where it was just like something newish and original on like the spin of that. But when you were taking something as beloved as scarecrow, why fix what isn't broken? And I can't yeah, be true. mad at it. Yeah. This is still in my this is still in my top two scare zones of the year. So like, that's not a slap or anything like that. I just, um, yeah, that, that's literally the only negative that I, I might've had about it, but yeah, totally just delivered on the promise of here's scarecrow, the scare zone. I still hold to the idea that that area should be retired. Cause it's like there, I, once again, there was never one night I went through there where it was impossible to navigate a straight line. Like it's just so, insanely crowded but having said that even with that walking in there with that attitude i loved it i was like this is probably one of the better ones they've done in a really long time back here yeah no i really liked it i um i i've always really liked the central park scare zone but with everything coming together like i really love the barn setting and i love seeing uh like the coyote guys up on the the balconies and like patrolling up there and then some really inventive scares like the the uh, outhouse scare at the end there, just really fun stuff. And uh, once again, I think the character costumes mm-hmm. amazing this year. Um, yeah, that was the thing. The costumes were great. The sets were huge. I don't remember that much setting in, in there. I remember trick or treat being really a elaborate set, but on one side of the street, this was both sides of the street. This was yeah. insane amount of setting. And I don't recall, and it just might be my memory. I don't recall being able to hear the sound for that zone that well in the past. Like once you got 10, 15 feet in there, maybe less than that, all you could hear was the storm and the creaking in the sounds for that zone. I don't ever remember it being that pinpointed back there before. And that helped a lot too. I think you're onto something. I hadn't considered that at all, but yeah, that, uh, Hmm. Yeah. I I'm going to agree. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
And then finally, we're going to reach Graveyard, Deadly Unrest. And uh, hey, uh, Matt, this is probably my favorite scare zone I have ever gone through. I I don't know if it's my favorite ever, but it's my favorite this year because of many things. Just the the how damn like like I said, they they managed to change the the layout of that street. They turned the lights out basically for all intent and purpose, and and, and uh, this the music or the uh, I should say the soundtrack more than just the music, but the the fog and the costumes and the staged character costumes were some of the most elaborate ones I've seen in a scare yeah. zone in a very long time. Yeah, I mean that that basically covers it. I mean, you know. Uh, my love of a certain attraction called the Haunted Mansion, which I imagine a lot yeah. <laughs> of people listening to this also share. Um, and this was just like the Haunted Mansion graveyard scare zone with that HHN twist. Like it was, it was no surprise to me that this zone worked for me as well as it could. And a lot of yeah. that, um, it's that set dressing. I like that you actually had to kind of weave and out. Uh, the, of the street there you had to kind of make your way around things um you had these two really like pseudo icon characters with sleep and death in the middle um you had this really interesting cast where it was there's a gargoyle and here's the statue scare and here are the caretakers like that was the cool thing there was never like the same scare actor all the way through and mm-hmm. that you could focus on these characters and make that connection with them where it's like, Hey, I haven't been here for a week, but I remember that guy from last time and he got this really good scare and here he is doing again. You build up like that personal repertoire. And I imagine like that carries over to the scare actors where they're like, this is my character. And I, you know, this is my person and I'm to life. That's, that's really, really cool. And, um, this was scare zone of the year. And I, I think it was totally the, the right decision in my, uh, completely not wanted opinion. (laughs) uh what i my favorite thing about this is that and i I mentioned it early on is the the um what do you call it the uh the street layout because there was everything was tall enough well first of all let's step back a little bit um there's no way to to walk a straight line if you're in the street in this which was a a couple things because the layout of the um layout of the uh street itself and then the crowds there's just you you could not go to make a straight line and Add to that that the sets are tall enough for the um, – when you go around, you don't necessarily see what's around the corner. Chances are there's not going to be something specifically waiting for you, but it adds to the bit of the anticipation and attention of the zone that you can't see what's ahead of you until you clear that corner. That was something that's been missing for a very long time in that area. And it accurately recreates the feeling of being in that graveyard, right? Turning that corner. And then there might be a ghost standing next to like the headstone. Like that is the promise and that's what it delivers. And um, that's why it, it's really stuck with me. I've always loved, um, you know, just shout out to really good friend and co-host of 365 Jess. Um, This became her scare zone. She was like out there every single day watching them like (laughs) build this thing up. And, um, it just became a big thing for her. And she always talked about how she found um, graveyards just beautiful. They're, they're yeah. aesthetically pleasing and it's a place that, you know, carries this emotional weight and uh, I'm definitely in the same situation. And because of that, I just loved the absolute hell out of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I did too. This was, this, this is without going through our list yet. This is like the top of my scare zone list this year. Well, you want to you want to do scare zones? Yeah, wanna, that was it, right? We, we did the yeah. whole all five. Okay, sure. Yeah, yep. 
All right. Well, number five for me was Horrors of Halloween <laughs> for yeah. all the reasons we just talked about. <laughs> me too. No big surprise, I don't think, for either of us. Uh, number four was Conjure the Dark for me. <laughs> Might as well. I'm uh, not surprised at yeah, all. Yeah, now depending on number three, I think I, I we may have... This is going to be the, the deal right here. This will determine, I think, if we had the second same list or not, because I think the other ones were... were maybe dead oh i don't know maybe not maybe not i shouldn't say that. i think we're gonna be one apart we're, we're okay gonna find all right out. Um, okay number three for me was sweet revenge yep my two <laughs> okay <a> very, well <laughs> very anticlimactic list list reveal <laughs> well number two and number one are scarecrow and yep. graveyard yep. respectively <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. that was fun i'm glad these folks waited a full month for this I um I don't think we've ever had a complete matchup <laughs> list. I don't know what to do with this. You know what though? I'm, but if but of all the years we've covered together, that you've been part of the show, this is probably like the most obvious one that would be this this order. I don't think there's any other ones that like. There's always for better or for worse, two clunkers or two outstanding ones that would never match. But this year, it's pretty definitive, in my opinion. And uh, opinions, you know, they're they're personal and. Obviously, people are going to have different ones, but I think knowing you and knowing what we like, this one was pretty, I think, pretty obvious that we, <laughs> why they land the way they land. Yeah. I mean, to be frank, I, I wanted the pretty scare zone, which was graveyard and pretty usually wins out at HHN yeah. for me. Um, and then I wanted the violent, scary scare yep. zone. <laughs> and that's that scarecrow. And the, yep. the cool part of that was that I could just have a great night by walking a straight line yeah, right. through Hollywood <laughs> and into Scarecrow. Yeah, you're right. Well, you ready to talk about houses, my man? Yes, yes, I am. Let's do it. Let's go ahead. And uh, this year kind of sucks to talk about in the sense of we have to talk about um, we have to talk about two very divisive houses at the very, very top. Um, houses in general were pretty divisive for 31. I, I feel like um, it was interesting because pretty much everybody had the same top five, but it was also all the houses are good. Um, half the houses are bad. Um, I only like two of these houses. Like everybody was all over the same, mm. all over the place, but everyone okay. also had the same top five. And it was just like, huh? Okay. Interesting. Um, that doesn't mean that your top five is the one that we're going to discuss tonight or right. anything. It just yeah. felt like a lot of people had very similar opinions and maybe this is a hot take or something, but I feel like in the years where there is a clear definitive winner for 90% of people, those are the less interesting HHN years because that means that something is so far ahead of the pack that nothing else stood a chance. I think when everything is a little bit more even keel, when you're kind of like, these are the top three houses and they're all vying for that number one spot that's when you know it's a really good year. And I think that 31 yeah. does suffer from that problem. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think the, I, I, I haven't spent much time. I came back to Twitter for a little bit for this season just to catch up with people, but left it very quickly. So I didn't see too much of what anyone else was saying. But what I did see, I think the consensus I saw, which might be a microcosm of, of the community, like the, the, the predominant number one is like, eh, yeah, the, the, I'm going to, it's, I'm not going to say it's, not high on my list, but I'm like, really? I mean, are you sure it's just not the shock and awe of it that's making you say it's the best thing ever? But we'll talk about that when we get to it. Yeah. 
Well, let's go ahead and uh, rip the Band-Aid off yeah. and start with, <laughs> with one of those divisive houses. We have to talk about Hellblock Horror. And this oh, house... man. <laughs> this house, constant discussion. Um, yeah. I liked going back to the soundstage. That was fun uh-huh. to have something right at the front again um, because you entered this before you could even go through Horrors of Halloween. I like having a house in that spot. I don't think we've had one there since uh, American Horror Story. That sounds right. Um, sounds right. I, yeah. Yeah. Could be. Anyway, this house had a lot of uh, debate before coming to the event <laughs> because this one was uh, this was our uh, <laughs> this was the if we will the scream of the event where it was supposed to be oh, something right. else yeah. but then wasn't with the the rumored property being Evil Dead yeah. and then it was like hey we gotta get rid of this and build something else but this house kind of became an underdog through the season. I saw this house go from bottom of the list to kind of middle of the pack for some people, which was okay. awesome if that happened for you. I know our good friend um, and hot wings eater yeah, extraordinaire, yeah, right. Gary yeah. pounds uh, yeah. was, was a pretty big defender he of this re- house. By really the rooting for it. Those first, those early weeks. Yeah, he was, he was really pushing it. And um, look, I saw a lot of the, the old timers of the event, which <laughs> doesn't sound like you share this opinion, but we'll talk about it. But a lot of the old timers were like, this reminds me of HHN during the early 2000s. This brings me back to that. And it's like, cool, if that works for you on the nostalgia level. I'm not going to argue that that's true, but I'm also not going to say that that necessarily is something I'm looking to see. Let's say sure. that. Sure. Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. And uh, yeah, Matt, why, why don't you go ahead? L- let's talk a little bit about Hellboy. Okay, here. <laughs> well, all right. Given everything that happened to that whole location, like from what was supposed to be, what was rumored, and I don't know if it's been a, a, ever officially um, recognized as having been done, and then if you were to take everything that we think we know into consideration, it's actually a pretty valiant try. It's 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 definitely a better execution than Universal Monsters in uh, what was that twenty two um, for the last minute change. Uh, as far yeah, yeah, yeah. as as far as just the the, the workmanship, I, I would still take the Universal Monsters. I take any version of Universal Monsters over anything ever. That's that's just another that's another argument. I did like recognizing some things here and there. I liked having Hellblock prison back again but it, it it wasn't wasn't bad but it wasn't one of my favorites and i did have this feeling like we were walking around something else that was in that building it was probably my imagination but i had this feeling that we were always turning left like we were going on a big arc that was going around something which was distracting we don't have time to knock it down like, <laughs> yeah it exactly yeah right yeah <laughs> this is tough because like i feel like with HHN, we do grade on such a curve. We, we yep. grade on the HHN level. If I saw this haunted house anywhere else, this I'd is be a like, good point. On. This yep. is a, this is yep. one of the best haunted houses I've ever seen at a like a like a regional haunt. Really, or like that, that's right? a really good observation to throw in all this. You're right. You're a hundred percent right. It, it's just like it's so tough because I can't for those reasons. I cannot be like oh, this was a bad haunted house because like, I feel like if we were not talking about HHN specifically, which we are, um, then we would possibly be like, hey, you know, I had a really good time going through Hellblock Horror, but because you're comparing to 10 other haunted houses, um, this one gets gets the shaft, unfortunately. And I wanted it to be really good because I have a soft spot for the setting for for Hellblock, for um, Hellgate's Prison, 
and just uh, prison is a is a it's a trope it's a haunted house trope in fact um the one i grew up closest to the haunted attraction i grew up close to in philadelphia was the state penitentiary that was built i mean that was a that was a prison so it's like you know prisons have always had a uh, i have an affinity for a, a prison themed attraction i just wanted it to be better and i had fun and love fun going through it and the, the the one positive for it that if you wanted to like just get one one more rush in on your way out like it was an easy stop to run in have enough fun. Maybe it wasn't the fun, the best house to go through, but enough fun to kind of cap off and then leave for the night. So it's, I, I yeah, yeah. I mean, and you're, 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 you're right though. It's, you know, we're going to talk about nine other houses and maybe one of these, I went to less for other reasons, but then the other eight is like, there's, there's I don't want to say there's no comparison, but there's, there, there's, there's no yeah i guess so (laughs) i can't find another i can't find another (laughs) phrase to say so um yeah yeah i think you pretty much hit it i think the concept of space jail is really really fun and i think what would have pulled this house off better for me to be honest is if this embraced that more comedic side of it um i think there was potential for this to be a really kind of goofy dark comedy house um, but it was played very straightly, and, and I just don't think that really worked for me. But there's things I'm <laughs> never going to forget, like Swamp Yeti in yeah. a prisoner <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uniform. Like, that's great. Uh. That's golden. Um, and I actually really like when they do the, like... Um, the, the the depths of field type thing where they have, like, people getting slaughtered by, in, like, the uh, the officer offices and that sort of thing. Like, I think that's fun. Um, I did love I, the fact that the alien from Invasion had a prison jumpsuit too. I was like, "That's great! That's uh, that's just that's great. Just put him in a jumpsuit." It's, <laughs> it's so good, and I, I would actually even dare say it's. I would say if they wanted to do this concept again, but develop it from the ground up, uh-huh. I think I'd be pretty open to see yeah, that. I would too. <laughs> um, I just, um, I, I think it also suffers the unfortunate thing of just being in a setting that's very drab by design. There's not a lot to it, or for people to cling on to. And with HHN, environment is everything for a lot of people. And this was just kind of like, all right, I've I've seen this kind of haunted house before. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it kind of reminded me. Uh, it wasn't dissimilar to the first third of. Um, oh gosh, what was it? Welcome to, uh, to scare. Uh, so welcome to scary. What was the scary in the uh, Ohio one? Whatever it was, because yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that was a sewer, but still concrete and boo holes. It's like, yeah, I had a deja vu right away of that from what, two years ago, three years ago? It was probably five years ago. I don't even know how many things <laughs> years ago since the pandemic. <laughs> that was last year. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Dude, if it, if it didn't happen before the pandemic, I don't have a clue how many years it happened at this point. Man. Well, let's go ahead and uh, move into the next house, which was. Holy crap! I am, I am so ready to move away from this house and <laughs> yeah. its discussion. Oh, yeah. um, look, if Hellblock Horror was too simple for my taste, I think Spirits <laughs> of the Coven just kind of unfortunately bit off more than it could chew. Yeah, um, and and that's what it really comes down to. I I think a lot of us had really high expectations for this really high concept. It's a really cool idea to be nineteen twenties you know, witches, Frobisian era and everything like that. And um, that setting is really, really interesting. But then I feel like as soon as you left that setting, that's where things started to unravel, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, 
And it's a look, people worked their asses off in this house. Um, and there were a lot of changes. Like this house was changed probably the most out of all the houses, I would say. Like they kept adding things, they added more triggers, they kept bumping the scares up closer to the front of the house. Um, and there's things that I absolutely love about this house. Like I think the facade is is maybe one of my favorites this year. Um, I love that dock uh style entrance. But the house itself, I felt that a haunted house should be scary. And I yep. did not find this house very scary whatsoever. And, and that's unfortunately where I think it's, it falls apart. There were way too many dead sections. Um, and, and that's what it really boils down to. I think it was confusing and it just, um, it had too many dead spots. It was so quiet that opening weekend. And I don't mean like the, not enough people in it. I mean, literally the inside of that house was so quiet. It was like very, not H H N, not a haunted house. It was, it was, um, and then when they added people, this, this, in some cases to me, this was, it, it didn't help because they're adding people where they weren't supposed to be. So they're kind of like against the wall and, and almost in a way. And this is, it, this is the house as, as much as I wanted Hellblock to improve. This is the one I was really rooting for because I love the idea of it. And this is the house that I knew, at least as far as I know that the most people that I knew working in it. So I was really rooting for them and it just never, got like it there was that never must see factor of anything in there for me it just just didn't work and i think like i think the story that was told or or told before seeing the house may have really oversold it and i'm not saying they should have changed the story entirely but but maybe maybe they should have toned it down i don't know what could have improved it from that standpoint but it was just as a very I remember that first time we went through, it was very quiet, very sparse, never really got much more than that. I just, I really wanted it to to get better and it just, it, it, it improved, but I never felt like I needed to see it. And I just really, I was rooting for it for a lot of people and it just never took off for me. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. I feel like this was the house that, that let down a lot of people this year, unfortunately, because we all really, really wanted this. And I've, um, unfortunately I've seen a lot of fingers being pointed at, if you don't like this house, there's ulterior motives. And I've also seen <laughs> God, uh, people. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Of course you're yeah. serious. Of course. Yes. This, this, this is something people are fans of and anything that people are fans of creates this. Uh, it's just not worth being a fan of anything anymore. I like gray. That's all yeah. I like. It's tough because like, I, I feel like unfortunately, uh, a lot of, um, a lot of legitimate things that that maybe could have helped the house got buried in the um look you just don't like this house for such and such reasons yeah. and, and that that's unfortunate when the that pisses me off i hate that. when people i hate when people speak for my my own decipher my own thoughts that i don't say that there's there's really no more bigger pet peeve i have of humanity than that well you just think wait hold on i didn't say a word so yeah. you just stop right there yeah yeah but even i, I just think that it's the right concept. Unfortunately, it didn't deliver quite on its promise. Um, or it, it really didn't deliver on its promise. No. Um, and unfortunately, I actually think that um, this is one of these situations where I think that a location swap would have done really good things for this house. Yeah. I think if this okay. was a tent house, we could be in a different... You wouldn't have overbuilt because you wouldn't have had the space <laughs> to overbuild. Um I probably would have thrown. Ah, what what did I say? I would have thrown. Um, I would have actually put Descendants of Destruction in the soundstage, and I would have put Spirits 
over in a tent and see how those two would have fared in those locations instead. Okay. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll talk about that a little bit with descendants, but I think that everything in spirits could have been done in a tent and everything in uh, descendants. I, I don't know if I just said that twice, but spirits in the tent. <laughs> and if you put descendants in the soundstage, you could have really amped up some of those elements um, and just really gone all out with it. And uh, yeah, it would have been really interesting uh, if yeah. that would have been the swap. That's all blue sky stuff, but exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's talk about a house that I know you and I both liked, and that was Halloween. Look, man, yes. people people talked a lot about Halloween. Oh, my God, I'm so sick of Michael Myers. I don't want to see Michael anymore. We've already done Halloween 78. Meanwhile, the Hollywood fans are crying in a corner as they get Michael for the eighth <laughs> year in, in the row or whatever. But um, this was our second return to um, the original Halloween, last time being at HHN 24, which was famously promoted as he comes to the event for the first time ever, which we both laugh at. Um, but yeah, so Halloween, this one did have really, really, uh, it, it had a high thing to to uh, match, build up to. People talk about that 24 house, and that's some people's favorite house of all time. And for a lot of people, it's in their top 10 houses. And um, how do you think it fared? I, I really liked it. Um Man, if I compare compare to the two, it's always tough when one came before the other, and and it, and it was really good. So I I probably think uh, twenty I like twenty four better. But ask me why, and it really comes down to the stinger scare. So otherwise, everything else was I'm not gonna say exactly the same because they're two different venues. One was a tent, one was a um what do you call it a, a soundstage. But I I but if I don't have to compare them. And I don't have to. I don't know why I'm forcing myself to do this. I really liked it. Uh, I thought the um, the cold open was something I wasn't expecting. I was actually disappointed the first run through. I'm like, oh, man, I really missed the house. The house was awesome. It was perfect in 24. And then you turn that corner after you go under the, um, the, the title screen, or you want to call that, and then there was the house inside the soundstage was awesome. And then from then on, I liked everything. I saw one of my favorite things. It's so benign and there's no scare in it whatsoever is looking up the top of the stairs and seeing Michael Myers. I I really enjoyed going through this house. I think it was um, just as good as 24 all around. There's just one thing more I liked in 24. But besides that, I love both of them. And, you know, unfortunately, I didn't get to see the house at 24. That was a year before I really started to get to attend. Um, but I have watched many, many a walkthrough. And from talking to people like you and Duff and, and people that have had a chance to see it, I know that that house, like I said, regarded really, really highly. Um, and it's it's kind of a mixed bag. Some people are like, yeah, I, th- I think they delivered on it. Nobody has said that this one was better than that one. But they think it's either even or just like a small step down. And I think that's pretty good. I think it was a huge improvement over Texas from last year. Oh, God, yeah. And and that might be part of the reason I liked it so much is that I was very afraid it was going to get the Texas Chainsaw Soundstage treatment and kind of get reshuffled up a little bit and throw, throw a little bit of two in here, maybe a little bit of three, you know, really mess with things. But nope, nope. It was it was. Halloween 78 through and through for the most part. Like, yeah. And there were some scenes that they added this go around that I I think like did kind of break the momentum that 24 had. Like, I think Michael's escape um, is is maybe a scene like it's like, Hey, we got to do something different. Like, 
that's a fun scene to see, but I'm not sure I necessarily needed it in the haunted house. I would have much rather have had um, the car kill again or, or something like that instead. Okay. Um, but you had to fit Loomis in there somewhere yeah. <laughs> um, because he's um, I, I guess it's now a thing where um, we will not have any characters shooting at each other in the Orlando oh, houses. Okay. Um, which is, uh, you know, that that's a, um, that's a very sensitive topic it, it, for the Orlando community and everything. And I'm yeah. not, I don't want to even dive into that. I but didn't supposedly, consider that, but I get it. I get it. I don't think we've seen something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, well, since, you know, um, talking about this on the anniversary of all things. Um, uh, but yeah. yeah, this was uh, apparently for that final scene. They actually brought that to life with a one of the NECA figurines and they like lit it up like he was shooting Michael. Oh, really? Which I thought was super interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, so many things. I mean, like just walking through the kitchen and seeing Bob pinned against the wall and Michael mm-hmm. doing his head tilt before jumping at us and Michael rushing out from behind the curtain to attack Lori in the living room. And one of my, you know, an episode that we, we almost did, but didn't quite get the time to crank it out was our favorite scenes of the event. Oh, right. Like, That's right. Oh, yeah. Man. Um, one of my favorite scenes that I think I've ever seen is Michael versus Lori in the closet. Like I loved being trapped between those two. That was awesome. Um, so there were a lot of things I really liked about this. I held it in high regard, but if this was lower on your list because your Michael is not your dude or you felt that it wasn't uh, up to par with 24, like I get it. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you, mm-hmm. but for me, I was really happy with this. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh boy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> are, you, are you ready? I don't know. What is it? It's, it's. I don't have the map in front of me, so I don't remember. <laughs> Well, next up is Fiesta de oh, Chupacabra. Okay. All right. Um, look, I saw a lot of people talk about this house. Um, this is one of those very timing dependent houses. Oh, um, okay. If your timing was off, you very easily could have a bad run through this. Um, but being a local, I got to see this house yep, a lot. Me too. And I, I had a lot of really fun, good walkthroughs. I was way more positive on chupacabras than a lot of people i really liked it i didn't see much negative about it so i'm surprised to hear that because i enjoyed this one a lot too it's less of i don't like this house and more of man i like this house and i just wish i got better runs of this okay i could see that 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 i can understand because i have a house like that so i i get it there's always that one house every year, yep. and it feels like it's like in this spot too. <laughs> it's oh, like <laughs> your carnival graveyards or your fallens or you know whatever. Um, but yeah, I really like Chupacabra, and I think it was so interesting um, to do a story based around this. I'm really into cryptids and urban legends and everything like that, and to see a house based on that, I actually really hope they turn this into a series. I want a Jersey Devil house. Yeah. I want a Mothman <laughs> house. Um, we kind of had Yeti, but maybe we'll do Bigfoot at some point. Like, I think that's so cool. And what's really neat for this house for me is just the respect um, and consideration of this integral part of people's like monster culture and how they incorporated that for the Hispanic community into this house. I think is so cool to have only Spanish speaking people working in the house mm-hmm. I thought was really neat. And to have all the triggers be in Spanish, very, very different, beautiful house to look at. And I really just had a great time every single time. I, for as much as, as dead man's Pier gets props for that entrance, 
the size of scale and whatnot, which it deserves. I'm not saying it doesn't. I haven't heard yeah. as many people talk about how how big the village looked when you walked when you entered Fiesta de Chupacabras, which I thought was just as an impressive of a start as Dead Man's Pier, just in a little different way. I mean, different scale. This was that was vast. That was like things in the distance, lighthouse, yada yada yada. This was very busy, very um, tight town with small streets and alleys. And I think they pulled off the feeling of that immediately walking through. I don't think that got near as much attention or discussion as it deserved. I thought the entrance of this was just as good as dead man's pier. And both of them to have two ones that kind of like take me aback at first sight in one year is, is not common at all. And I, I after and going forward with that, just the, um, the entire run through of the house, the, the, there's just enough amount of gore, the chupacabras, there was enough of them that I saw at least half of them each time. Now, I mean, I'm not going to argue with people's opinions about the puppet of the maybe being too puppet-like because there is something to be said about that. But I like the fact that there was enough of them that you, it was really hard to not at least get one of those. Now, some other scares, maybe not so much. I I really like this house. And this is one where it was just kind of, it wasn't under my radar. It just was kind of like, okay, I, I'm probably going to like this, but I don't know what it's going to be. So I didn't think about it. And then when I went in and saw what they did, I loved it. And I, I this is really, um, it's a tie on my list. It's it's in my top five. I'll give you that much to before we get to our final list. That's awesome. Yeah, I do. Um, it is a little bit of a bummer because like we are getting these puppet houses um, and just, I feel like, I don't know if they're using the same puppets or, or what's going on, but I just don't think they're moving as well as oh, really? maybe they once did <laughs> because you go from some, you look at like the American werewolf puppets to, to these, unfortunately, I think they're a little bit more stilted and they're, you know, they're kind of just moving forward and, and moving, <laughs> moving the mouth instead of like shaking all around and that kind of thing. And that's where, you know, I understand that, but you're totally right. Like scenically, I think this house has gone really under notice this year. And I don't know why there were so many things that I was even noticing through the final week, like the firecrackers on the wall that were yes. lit with these yes. led lights. Yep. Like that was so fucking cool. Um, and then, you know, you were talking about that facade walking in and it's got the long black curtain hallway. So you're like building, you're listening yeah. to the music and it's building up, especially after having two fairy for two years. Yeah, um, true. You're, you're walking up and you've got the, the beats and everything. And then you turn that corner and you're like walking along this gated alleyway and you're looking into the village and there's shoes over the power lines and you're hearing the popping of like firecrackers mm -hmm. and the music seems to be coming from the center of town. And you have that really up close and personal moment with the mask maker, just really gorgeous stuff. And I think Chupacabra is, um, if there is a house that I wish more people um, took notice of this year. I think it's this one. I think it got unfairly kind of left in the dust. I think there's one more that I, I, I think was um, richly under um, appreciated, but this is, this would be second. I'm excited to talk. About okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, next door, we do have the, uh, the clear winner. Let's go ahead and say it for the event this year. Maybe not for me and you personally. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, we'll this is the one everyone that. talked about. That That's for this, sure. This was the event. This was the house where everybody came in. And they're like, "This is my favorite." And it's like, "Yeah, you and you and everybody else." <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Dead Man's Pier, Winner's Wake. Uh, we, my reaction, never changed. Our from reaction that is recorded night. for posterity for. 
the rest of time as long as the internet exists. Yeah, our reactions were caught on on audio, and they were genuine because we had no idea what we were walking into, and those those were our genuine reactions, and that that is probably one of the most earnest things we've ever caught on tape. That we fake everything else. So, <laughs> That's right, you know, exactly. That especially was... <laughs> that, especially that. What the fuck was that? I don't even know what the fuck that was. That was scripted. <laughs> But yeah, this house, um, my reaction never changed. It does because after a while, you know, it's, uh, you know, you're just kind of like, oh, you know, I've seen this before, but it's still impressing me. It's still, I'm still taking notice and I am still just so entranced by this thing. And that never changed for Dead Man's Pier. What did change for me for (laughs) Dead Man's Pier after running it a bunch of times, um, it did suffer a little bit uh, of repetitiveness, and I felt yeah. that more here than a lot of the other houses. And I think that's just because the creatures are the way that they are. They're very much within that theme, um, and they have a very certain way of moving. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels repetitive at, at times. It, it's still, you know, definitely in the the, the top two for me this year. Um, but it is one of those things where. You did become more aware of it, and that's why this house is not going to end up in my top 10 of all time. Yeah, I can see that. Um, two big things for me in this house and why it's also not going to be in one of my all-timers list, and um, well, we'll get to the other stuff, is, uh, well, one, I mean, it's 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 gorgeous. Do, do not get me wrong. I will never undersell or under... under um, uh, talk about how how visually stunning this house is from beginning to end especially the the scale of it when you walk in the the, the force perspectives they do in every tor- corner the the fact that the that, that boat and lighthouse are almost visible everywhere you go but from different angles and then the lighting that they do on the the um, wife the violinist is one of the best things in the event this year but with all that it and I'm not just saying because I went through it I don't know how many times, 20, 30 times. Well, maybe not that many, but a dozen times. I, I will say, I said this the first night. I was thinking the first night we went through, it's not a scary house. Like all, there's not a whole lot of surprises um, for scares. You kind of see them coming. Now with that, there's always something to look at. Every character is visually stunning. So it's worth seeing them for a long time. It's worth taking them in, but it's not, it's not um, the scariest house. Uh uh, really not a scary house period and then the story I, I know a lot of people love the story myself included the story is fantastic but if we weren't privy to other sources for the story would you know it walking through this house not exactly you'd be able to maybe piece some things together chances are if you went in if you have someone that had no idea what the story of this house was to interpret the story it's going to be vastly different from what they're trying to tell and that's not a bad thing at all i'm not saying that's bad but i'm saying what i'm saying is the argument that this is one of the best told stories houses well yeah we've been told the story and this fits what we're told but does it really tell that story on its own maybe not so much so those are the two things that kind of keep it from being an all-timer for me but i will tell you if we were going to do all-time sets like period based on that there's there's no way this wouldn't make the list no matter how many if it's a five top five list top 10 there's no way it would not make that list so i can't say anything about that no totally on a on a serious i mean like this this would be serious contention for that number one spot in in that type of show yeah um and there's like no even uh 
debate. <laughs> like, yeah. like no one, no one's gonna. Be, yeah, you really think so? Um, no, yes. <laughs> like, um, I, I think this this sweeps that kind of criteria, and you're totally right on that. I I think that um, this is one of those things where it's maybe even scares aren't even that important to a house like this, right? Like you just said, um, right? But. Yeah. It is one of those things I do enjoy getting scared and I, I wish there were a couple more of those elements and towards the very end of the event, like the last week, um, like intensity was ratcheted up a lot. I, I think it was just kind of like those last week, like let's go all out type things, mm-hmm. but that's not the house as it was the entire way through. I right, never yeah. <laughs> got the jitters that I did even going through something like bride, which, you know, bride stunningly beautiful house but some legitimately like i'm getting kind of nervous walking through this section <laughs> yeah. and that was with covid restrictions yeah. so like i do have to kind of like factor that kind of thing in but still um great house um, yeah oh yeah oh fantastic yeah house. yep i mean i now that i said all the bad stuff let me talk about the good i mean it's like it was breathtaking i mean the sound i made when we saw that house it, it literally took my breath away the color scale i love the fact that there was this kind of like gray Grayscale with a blue hue to it is the best way I can describe it. That's probably not, if you hadn't seen it, it might not be giving the exact um, impression I'm trying to bring up uh, about, but that was, that was, I like that color scheme because it, it invoked the sea and invoked the uh, night and invoked uh, the, the, the time of year, the winter. It's character designs, forget about it, man. I always loved them since um, Dead Man's Wharf. Those sea helmet guys is probably one of the best things they've ever done. That and it's it's it just it's a simple. Well, I say simple, but it's a it's a it's like a stage trick, putting in black lights and having the makeup really pop. Those things are freaking awesome. Um, the the uh, captain, the way they had him basically wired with lights as he's talking was phenomenal. The the wife um, when she kind of had her um, like the. Uh, the um, height of her performance when that that beam of light and and the, again that that blue hue great great effect as well and just the uh, even the underwater part it was um, it was cool the, the 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 only thing we've talked about this early on we talked about this two months ago the only thing that was ever distracting was when that poor character on the bungee was being assisted by a stagehand that would ever ever detract from any of those characters for me which it was, was- Seven out of ten times. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where I appreciate the ambition. I'm yep. glad they tried it. I hope they never do something like that ever again. Um that should have been can you imagine how much better that room would have been if it was just everything that was happening on the left side, yep. but you had two more scare actors on yep. the right side yep. and you just got ping pong through that final. And uh, I know pe- strobes are divisive, and not everybody yeah. can do strobes. And I, but that would have been um, an awesome strobe sequence, ping pong underwater scene. Um, but once again, I can't fault them for trying something. It's just right. It's it's one of those effects that um, we're we're going to talk about a bungee a little bit later, which was firing on all cylinders <laughs> like constantly. Um, and this was like, well, he's still not fucking working, um, and that's. <laughs> That's a bummer, especially when you're with people um, like my good friend Brad, who got to see the house, I think, three times. And two out of those three times, the guy is either not there or being strung back up. And you're ah. just kind of like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. And that's it. Like, we're sitting here as hardcore HHN yeah, people. Exactly. And, and I imagine a couple of you made it multiple times during the event. Um, I imagine a lot of you 
did not get to see that effect in its intended <laughs> way. And that sucks. It sucks when there's something like that. I thought I was going to see it complete in my last run through, but on his way back, um, I got to see him go across, which would be, let's say from uh, ahead of like kind of skating ahead of you. Um, cause you're, you're walking, uh, you're flanking him as you're walking. So I saw him go that direction. So I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get to see it under interrupted. The second I thought that the stage and the, the assistant came out from the door and was waiting for him on the other side. I'm like, Oh, geez, <laughs> it still didn't get a final, final perfect run through of this, this effect It's close, yeah, it, but I didn't get it. And that's like a big thing. Like, I think the finale for the house is there, but I almost kind of wish it just ended with you entering the ship and yep. then yeah. being attacked versus that half baked finale. Yeah. Um, like it should have ended with the violinist playing you as you yep, drag. I agree. You down, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, and also, if you're going to do a media loop, please make sure it's longer than two seconds for the water <laughs> splashing against the wall. That, I did see that reset way more than I should have. You're right. Oh man, yeah, I know it's petty, but yep. just just loop it. Come yeah. on, I will do it for free. Send it to. Me. I got five minutes. Yes. Um, <laughs> have you never heard of crossfade? Come on. <laughs> um. All right. You ready for the next one? Yep. Let's talk about a uh, this one. This is my surprise of the year, man. Um, I'm talking about the horrors of Blumhouse over okay. in the Fast uh. location. Um, I have not talked about this house with you at all since <laughs> opening night. Um, this house is objectively the weakest house design-wise this year. I don't even think objectively. Like, set-wise, this is the weakest house of the year, right? Okay. But, 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 but. On a sheer primal fun level, this is one of the most fun houses I went through consistently all season long. Consistently scary, consistently engaging. I had people surrounding me, losing their shit every single time I went through this <laughs> nice. house. And um, I really like this location. I'm not going to lie. I like Fast and Furious as an HHN location, and I hope they continue to use it. I think it's a fun, you know, I hope they kind of smooth some of the things like the half uh you know the midway break between houses like <laughs> that I was hope there's a, that was so jarring the first time because i had no idea that was coming yeah i was like oh it's it's over already yeah. and it's like no like, you where, was, enter where was black phone i'm like oh wait a minute hold on I, i'm interested um man i i'm so interested to see like how they do that in the future because in a way i'm like kind of cool to walk through an hhn house I, and have yeah. like the intro and then like have a like 15 second break and then a walk into another house without waiting. I was, I, I, like I said, I was completely thrown off by that because I had no idea. But I was like, actually, I was like, I was like, I kind of like that. I, I kind of like the idea of resetting and separating between the two as opposed to what we used to get in the past with the Blumhouse houses. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't even argue. The only reason I would say I hope they smooth that out is if they go for the one property house. Oh, next yeah. Time. Okay. Like, sure. You're yeah. not able to have a transition like yeah. that. But if this becomes the Blumhouse house spot, you know, and that's how they want to do it too, like, go for it. Like, that's cool, I think. Mm. Um, but I liked waiting in this queue, in air condition, <laughs> nice, yeah, you know, out of, out of all the elements. Um, but the house itself, um, this is a house that, Look, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and call it out real quick. I saw some bullshit when it came to rankings with this house. You cannot divide Freaky and Black Phone into separate rankings. Oh. They're the same house. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I liked Freaky and Black. I really loved Black Phone. I think a lot of people really loved Black Phone, and Freaky was a little bit more divisive, but I still had a really good time going through there. Um, 
Anyway, I've talked enough, Matt. Where are you on Blumhouse? You haven't said anything yet. Well, it was fine. I mean, it, it, I'm at a real detriment not knowing half of it because I'd never, I still haven't seen Black Phone. I swore I was going to, but I didn't. Uh, I saw Freaky. That was fine. I mean, that's exact. Freaky is almost exactly what I imagined it would be based on the other Blumhouse properties. Like, there was a few surprises that I didn't think they would do, but by and large, exactly what I thought it would be. And then it was, it was done fine. It was fine. Black phone. I mean, I, I didn't know what was happening, but even not knowing what was happening, there was some, uh, it was a decent time. It was fine. That's, that's the best I can say. And that's mostly my fault for not knowing half of what I was looking at. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Black phone, black phone just worked for me. Um, okay. I think the grabber is just a really fun character to look at. Um, and like with that, you, you can tell I'm really, um, aroused because my voice cracked when <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about the child grabber. Um, um, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> um, but no, I just had so much fun in this house and it really surprised me how much fun I was having every single time I went through it. As far as like a Blumhouse is concerned, I think this is, uh, by far the best one we've gotten yeah. so far. And, um, if we can uh, maintain that, yeah, like keep doing. They have that partnership. Why wouldn't they continue to do it? Like, yeah, an original school, but um, it is fun to walk through. And this was the house that was consistently eating crowds yes, all night yeah. long. People were excited for this one. I know people are like, oh, the teenagers, the teenagers. <laughs> um, they deserve to get to see some of their new horror movies yeah. too. So let the kids have their fun. Um, and that's where I am with with uh, Blumhouse. I was a little concerned the first time going through um, an express merge so early. I was like, "Wow, this is gonna be a long wait." But I will say uh, that at that point where the merge was, it never stopped moving, which is nice. I, there's yeah, there's like well, and it makes sense too because there's no more merging to do. But so that wasn't near as bad as as I thought it was going to be the first time I went through. So then going through it subsequent times, I, I had no no problems waiting because I knew it was going to move once we hit that point. And that doesn't include the outside like wraparound. Cube right. That we right. did not have to do whatsoever. Yeah. Um, you know, Matt, it's interesting. I wasn't sure if I was going to bring this up on this episode, but um, you know, I, this is my second year having a frequent fear plus pass with mm-hmm. express. And I did a little bit of data collection. Like I said, I think I went 15 nights this season and that ultimately made my cost per night. I think it was around $45 or nice. so. Um, I usually got to the park during the busiest possible hours because I like going when the sun's already down. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to stay and scream anymore, so why would I? And plus, I work a job where I can't be yeah, there for right. stay that and scream all the time anymore. Um, uh, not working those retail hours where I can make my schedule yeah. anymore. But uh, I usually got there between 8 to 10 p.m. And Halloween and weekend and Blumhouse were usually about a hundred minutes during the season during time, which, you know, compared to some of the houses I've seen that seemed to be pretty solid. Um, as far as the weights, you know, despite all of that though, I kept a tally and I never waited more than 25 minutes in express. No, 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 I don't think I did either. I didn't time time it, but it, it it certainly didn't feel more than that. I saw so many complaints. There's always complaints with about, why why would I pay for Express yeah. if I'm going to have to wait as long as the regular queue? It's, it's always um, been like that, though, man. Even like even before it was as as busy as it's been. I, I've never seen a year. I say this every. I've said this every year for like the past three years. It feels like except 2020. It's like I've never seen a year this busy. And again, I say it and mean it. But they've all. This, there's always been complaints about the wait times with that. 
I look, I estimate just in Halloween alone during this haunt season, I mm. saved approximately 18 hours of yeah. standing in yeah. line <laughs> for that house. And I just like, I'm sorry if you got bad ops and like, I'm not saying I'm definitely not saying you're a liar. If you've experienced that kind of thing, I just don't understand how people are waiting 90 minutes in the express queue. Um, and I'm going on like the busiest days too, yeah. you know? Um, I oh, except Saturdays, which I'm blocked out of. I just, I, I don't necessarily get it. And I just think people need to really chill about express because they say it's half the wait, um, which admittedly at that point, I, I, you know, if I was waiting 60 minutes, I'd probably be like, man, the, this is kind of tough, but yeah, no more than 25 all season. Nope. Nope. Yeah. We, we need to, we need to cool our jets a little bit. They're yeah, doing the best they can. It's always been like that, man. Even like in 2020, like 23 and 24 it's like i can't believe i had to wait 15 minutes i couldn't just walk in with my express pass i was like come on pal chill i'm down yeah yeah Yeah. you know one of the houses that did offer express like all the rest of them but uh you hear me struggling for a transition but had the longest (laughs) fucking line anyways was bugs eating alive yeah um you know there were a lot of like um complaints about this one as far as like before the event started as far as like holy shit that's going to be a goddamn walk I gotta say it was kind of a pleasant walk away from all the chaos of the evening yeah, at least in my book yeah i could i could agree with that it was a lot it was a walk though it's it's it is but it's uh, not as bad as weekend or monsters and oh, yeah, yeah uh hmm, I'm trying to remember the whole path now it's so just, it enters where the MIB tent right, was. Right, yeah. Oh, that's where, went, yeah, okay. It was literally a right angle. Like, you'd walk yep, down, that's and right. then you'd walk up all the way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just I'm just not disagreeing that it was not a walk. But all those, all those like, the parade, the, the tent houses and the parade buildings are just, they're not, you need to make a queue line, because you're going to have hundreds, if not thousands, of people waiting for each attraction. So you, you got to, it's, it's, they're limited with, how, they gotta work. They gotta work with what they got. I don't know how else to say it. I'm not defending or or denying it. It's just, yeah. It's and if, but it was it, it was it was a walk. And if it clears up the choke point of yeah, MIB yeah. three haunted <laughs> houses, I I'm, I'm sorry. I think it's worth it because yeah. I was actually able to get to that restroom when I had to use yeah, it. This, right there, this you year. go. Yeah, yeah. It's still my least favorite restroom to use, but it's, <laughs> it's available. <laughs> is that? But, I think that's the one. Is that the one that's always. I always feel like I'm going to fall down because it's soaking wet. Or actually, that's all of them at this point. Really, that doesn't really narrow it down. Why are the bathrooms so wet at Halloween Horror Nights? I don't. I'm always reminded of <laughs> the Dane Cook joke where he's like, "All the bathrooms look like a big wet shaggy dog just went in there, <laughs> yeah. shook everywhere." Yep. Um, uh, yeah. Um, Bugs eaten alive. Matt, you were really now, into yeah. this one. Opening despite. Up. Despite the, despite the, uh, uh, what do you got? What do you have to do to get to it? I love this fucking house. Oh my god, this is this is. I wasn't sure what. This is one of those ones where where the, the anticipation of it was built up so much. It's like I don't even know what to expect because I know it's a. I know the time period of it, so I know you're gonna do some campy stuff. But even our tour guide opening night was giving us a warning and giving the people in our tour the opportunity to not go through it so it's like what is actually going on in here and i don't think it could have been my imagination could have made it any better than what i saw i loved i loved the story i love the sets i love the i loved every single character i know the um giant 
larvae pupa thing is kind of got like a small cult following. Jumbo but grub. Jumbo grub. Thank you, grub. Yeah, I know that one's got like a cult following going, but I I loved every one. The, the hornet, the cockroach, the, the even the, the um, human characters with the like mid-transformation or even, I don't know what you would call it. I loved every second of this. And this was the house... This this has not had this this waited until the very last night. This happens every year, and Quinn and I used to talk about this a lot. Like every year, so, a stranger always grabs on like to a piece of my clothing and and uses me as a as like a human shield. Like they're burying their face in the back of my shirt or whatnot. Didn't happen all year until my last run of bugs. Woman behind me. When we got to that first really dark hallway where you can't see anything before you get to the spiders, like she 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 kept up, she kept grabbing my shirt and apologizing. At that point, she didn't even bother apologizing. She like grabbed onto my shirt. I could feel every muscle in her face in my back, and that's where she stayed until we got out. And then she <laughs> apologized. I'm like, no, I'm just sorry. I'm a big sweaty beast. So apologies for you having to deal with that. But that happened. That was I was like I wasn't. I wasn't even really noticing that it hadn't happened that year, but when that happened, I'm like, oh, okay, there's, there's the one, there's the stranger that is so scared, you know, just will grab the first thing in front of them to hide. And I, I was that thing. And it's, it's actually, there's, that's, that's actually kind of a Halloween Horror Night staple for me that that seems to happen every year. I, um, I kind of feel guilty about talking about the sounds after hearing you talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Well, you can be wrong. Because I don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to, I'm going to claim it that way. Um, I do. I actually like this house. I do okay. like this house. So we'll start there. Um, this house did slip for me between opening weekend and where it ended up. Finally. Um, I think that they kind of shot themselves in the foot by pitching this as the scariest house. Ever that was considering that's a good point. I should have, I should have expanded upon that. And they said that because it wasn't anything to me, unless, I mean, I don't have a phobia of anything they've warned us about. That might be the problem. Like they warned about trichophobia and the fear of bugs. I don't have a fear of either. So maybe if I had both those fears, this thing might've been devastating to me. I saw a lot of people with bug house is going to kill me before the event went through and they said, Hey, this house was completely overhyped on the fear level. Uh, okay. then, um, and <laughs> Maybe I, I think that's it. It's one of those things where I think people should have been able to decide for themselves yeah, like, where yeah. this was going to land on the fear scale for them. Um, because a lot of people went through this expecting this absolutely terrifying and devastating experience. And at its heart, it's, it's a extremely dark comedy house. Yeah, um, it was, and, and that's what it was. And that's what I expected from it. So I was never disappointed with that. However, what I was disappointed with that is I think there could have been a lot more bugs in this house. I think that having pretty much all the scare actors be humans um, was a missed opportunity. I think yep. you needed more, this is where things like puppet integration should have been. Okay. Have I could done, see that. Yeah. You I, could have done things like a praying mantis as a stilt walker. You could have done so many different things to really focus on the bug elements and the bugs that you did do are, uh, and I guess maybe this goes back to my last point. They're so stylized that they're played for laughs like, Oh, like hard <laughs> comedy laughs, but they're not when you show a person a real life bug, they have this adverse reaction to it normally. Um, and I, I don't think it delivered on that element. Um, and that's, that's a bit of a disappointment because I think they could have done a lot more to make this house scarier. There's the bug presence was actual. Well, 
representations of actual bugs because they weren't actual. Oh, I don't know. Maybe there was maybe there was a roach infestation we just didn't notice. But um, but there there was the the fake roaches on the wall, the roach projections in the that lit hallway. I think the actual bug presence that they were trying to warn about was the representation of bugs, which like not so much the um, characters because, like you said, they're mostly human and. I think even if you're scared of bugs, and this, I have, I could be completely wrong on this. If you're scared of bugs, I think your conscience can tell your subconscious, or both can tell the difference between a real bug and a prop bug, and that kind of might not be as scary. I don't know. I don't have that fear, so I'm talking right out of my ass. So I don't. I really don't know. No, I I, I don't think there's really a, a right or wrong answer when it comes to bugs. Um, the person that I expected to have this as like their favorite house of all time, it didn't end up there. So I was like, huh, where do I sit on <laughs> this? Um, so it's it's just coming to perspective. And I think, unfortunately, some of the appeal um, did wear off for me by the end. But this is still a really fun house. And That's, I do think that it was... This was a good addition to the 31 lineup, and I'm glad we got to see it. That's the word. You you picked the word of what I like about this house. I had fun every time going through this. I had a blast. I was giggling like a stupid jackass yep. Yep. Um, pretty much my entire way yep. through. I had every run through, I had a lot of fun, and that was, I think, where I'm, uh, where it's, where it is on my list for me is because of the amount of fun I had with it. Matt, you know a house I didn't have a lot of fun in? <laughs> What? Descendants of Destruction. Are you serious? Descendants of Destruction, I think, is the biggest uh, missed opportunity not named Spirits of the Coven this year. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding at all. Holy shit. Okay. Um, I'm not sure I can finish this episode. I Look, I'm going to let you state your piece. I guess I'm going to start off with it. I think that this is a house that definitely also suffers from the spirit situation where it bit off more than it can chew. I think it got so focused on the narrative element that it forgot to just be a fun, scary, haunted house. And if this house was just tweaked to be uh, post-apocalyptic human survivors versus underground creatures, I think you would have had something a lot better. I think the true standout section of this house is it's set design all the way through. Absolutely gorgeous. Some of the best stuff this year. But I think as far as like a scare house i i don't think it really delivers except for the final section which you enter it and then it's over and mm. that's a bummer um and that's why descendants ended up pretty low on my list wow i don't think i could disagree with you any more than i do because i think this i'm actually is, excited to fight about it we've never I, done it <laughs> i think this is i think this is one of the best designed houses of the year i love the feeling that we've like we've never like we go we start we we walk underground, never leave. I think the scale of, of being underground stuck in a subway was pulled off so well, like even more so than uh, the entrance to scary last year, the train elements uh, of a part of the scares were phenomenal. That, that one with the lights that would switch on and beep at you. I always got that quote unquote scare the heat of the lights was always pretty amazing. Um, I thought the tale of the degradation of hum of humans from the victims to the cannibals to the evolved what was next was was like clear as freaking day. I mean, I think that's and the story of that going through that was obvious. I and I thought the scare like the, I I just think that the the underlying overall theme of it was enough to 
put me off my game that almost anything that happened gave me some kind of startle, maybe not a full on scare. And the end, the ending, you, that's, I find it surprising that you say you just kind of get in and it's over. I always felt like it went on, like I couldn't get out of it quick enough because it was, it was moderately more intense than the rest of the house. I loved everything about this and it is so far from the bottom of my list. It couldn't be farther from the bottom of the list, to be honest with you, to give that hand away. I, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. understand what you're saying. I, I am totally in disagreement of everything you just said. Look, um, this is one that I, I've had to kind of figure out because this was super high for Brad as well. This was a post-apocalyptic was kind of his jam and what he was looking for. And it delivered on that. And I just think, I think for me, Descendants of Destruction needed to be a much more intense house than it actually was. It should have been something on the intensity scale of a scarecrow or a dead exposure. And I don't think it quite delivered that on the scare factor for me. And because of that, I have a hard time finding merit outside of the set design for this particular house. Yeah. Well, I mean, you like ghoulish, so <laughs> it is funny. Well, we were like, oh my God, we've never agreed with each other so much. And then we reached this house and this it's is, like, I'm gonna is, shit on I, you. I love this. This is this was the this was the this was for me the the most pleasant biggest shocking surprise of my season how much i love this house it's like i i i even said either i said it or i was maybe i didn't get to saying it but there's a one point where i read the description and i said this is going to be just one of those i i feel it's going to be a generic uh post-apocalyptic house it, it it's slapped together it's like the 10th idea it's the 12th idea out of <laughs> out of 10 and it's just going to be a walkthrough of of nothing but uh, rust and dirt and scares and it was anything but for me i i loved everything about this the sound the sound i'm a stickler for sound this is the best sounding house out of all of them even the bugs house oh, man i am shocked i i mean i don't expect it to be as high as it is on my list because i think i'm in a minority and it's a big minority but man you, for you to say what, what you just said is shocking this is um i will tell you this is considered a hot take on on your behalf and i love that okay because I love when people defend houses that other people will not put up a fight for. Right. Um, whether that's Jonathan from Hung Up on Hard doing Depths of Fear or you with Descendants of Destruction. I think it's cool. I'm not going to lie. Okay. All right. That's, I'm just surprised. And I just, I think it was, I, and maybe, maybe I understand why now. I thought it was like, I could not believe how little people were talking about this house. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? But then again, I'm also not on Twitter enough to really notice if that was a trend or just the people I was following. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I, I am excited to see where it ends up on your list because now I'm expecting it to be number one because uh, you said furthest from the bottom yeah. and I'm like, whoa. Um, so I guess we'll find out soon enough. Um, this was the big surprise of the year, I think, for me personally. Um, not that I didn't expect it to be good. I just did not know what this house was going to end up being. And that is the weekend after mm -hmm. hours nightmare. Yeah, same um, here. This <laughs> This house walking through with you, uh, when we when we covered the announcement, it was like, hey, you know, I, I've listened to a lot of Weekend this year in preparation for the house, um, and I've, I've really gotten into his music. I would still describe myself as a casual fan. I don't own any merchandise. I've never seen him live. I've never even watched the music videos except in the HHN queue, but I like his music, and I really like this house. This house was... 
when I think of HHN 31 above all else, I think that this is the house that I'm going to look back and have nostalgic feelings for because it was so unlike anything else that I've ever seen at the event. It was, it was, it was a pleasant surprise as well. Um, I had no idea what it was going to be like. I watched, um, who put the recommended videos together? HHN nightmares, mm-hmm. I think. Um, or maybe you told me which ones to watch. Yeah, and, no, I think I think nightmares did, and I think okay. Dakota also had like that a, would be a, a that would make well. sense. I could see me seeing his his list, so maybe that's whatever it was. I did watch those, and it fit in with that stuff perfectly. Um, I, I had a lot of fun in this, what much more than I thought I was going to have. Now, having said that, I really needed the weekend to stop and start st- start and stop at the house. I was really getting tired of hearing it everywhere I went in the park. No, I, I really can't. I really can't disagree with that. Okay. Like it, it reached a little bit much when I, I really like all those songs. I never got tired of those songs, but I can totally understand when I am like waiting to go and dead man's pier. Exactly. And hearing, That's the one. Yeah. I'm when hearing that- blinding light on the side of the wall over there because they've got the crown, uh, the sound cranked yep. to 900. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I understand that. And then in ghoulish, that was my biggest well no that's not true i mean there's a lot of things i didn't like about ghoulish but the fact that everything stopped and we got 30 seconds of the weekend and then back to more stuff i didn't like but that's we already covered that i'm not gonna hammer that i'm too much more now as far as the house itself i think that um just this is i i mean i didn't get a chance to see any of the other music houses i i definitely get to see, didn't get to see any of the hollywood houses like black sabbath yeah. <laughs> and i missed alice cooper but as far as do you feel this kind of changed the way that yeah, that oh, house could be done in the future? Yep, I think so. I think this was, um, there's a story being told. I don't know that I entirely got it because I don't know enough about the subject matter, but I clearly got a story being unfolded in front of me. Whereas the Alice Cooper house, which is the last house I can remember comparing it to, each room was, there probably was a story and I, 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 I I'll get, I'm sure I'll get corrected when I say there wasn't a story. But to me, my takeaway as a, as a person going through it was the it was a visual representation of the song that was being played in that room so this i think was definitely different because it was all not all for the most part it was all the same aesthetic now you had a break here and there from it but by and large it was the same aesthetic throughout and one story as opposed to several stories independently being told i thought that's what i took out of it yeah, no, no, you're totally right. And just doing that instead of doing adaptation. Well, Alice Cooper is tough because you have songs like Poison or whatever, and they play with like the lust element and that yeah. kind of schools out. It's like the school teacher element or whatever. But them doing an adaptation of the music video stuff, but also translating it into a way that fits into a haunted house. It's, it's so tough because it's like, here's really recognizable stuff, but here's how we make them fit perfectly in a haunted yeah. house. Which isn't unlike how the other music houses have been done. It's just, it was done so well that I think that's what I'm, you know, going to take away from it. And I'm just a big music person. And I mm-hmm. think like that's a huge thing that why this house is going to stick out for me is just, um, those songs are not necessarily Halloween songs. Some of them have horror ties, but they will forever be associated with the Halloween season right, now right. because of the event. And I think that's so cool. Um, and I, I just really like the diversity of um, the sets, uh, the the locales and the, the characters here. I love the big toad creature. I like the, uh, masked people that reveal like their faces. Um, the, I, 
the liposuction girls or yeah. whatever. Um, the surgery version uh, of the weekend. Like, I just think that's all so cool. And all that imagery worked incredibly well for a haunted house in a way that I could not have put together. And um, yeah, just uh, not even that. Like I said, it, it wasn't even that. I didn't expect it to be good. I just had no idea what I was getting involved in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This one ended up really high on my list just because I loved it so much. And this isn't my favorite house of the year, but when you say 31, I guarantee you, this is the thing that my brain's going to flip back. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. It definitely stood out. Even Quint and no, even less of an idea. He didn't even do any kind of research. He just wanted to see what it was all about. He, he loved it. He, he said he liked it a lot too. He said, I had no idea what was going on, but he liked it. He had a lot of fun. He said that yeah. coming out of it immediately. And like just really great fun scares, like the yep. subway scene. Yeah. Um, the, the frog um, version swooping, like swiping down yeah. on you. <laughs> uh, the stilt walkers, like so much, so much good stuff. Yep. Yep. Big surprise because uh, I had no idea what it was going to be like and enjoyed it every run through. Been through it a lot too. Yeah. Matt, this is the one that I really, really struggled <laughs> with uh, because I am, I am, you know, I I loved this house. I actually loved, loved, loved this next house, mm-hmm. but I can't, in good conscience, put it in my top ten because there's already two other houses oh, there right? okay. from the same property, and I feel like that's doing this house a disservice because it was so good. It was what I ended the event on. It was the only place for me to end on, and every single time walking through. After that opening weekend, it just kept getting better and better. And by the end, <sighs> I was having so much fun walking through it. And that's Universal Monsters Legends Collide. I got, I got, I, I, I at this point, I feel I've just got screwed on this house. I, I never had a good run through it. I had better ones since you, me, and Duff talk, but I never had one that I would call a good run through. I don't know how I can go through something so many times and kind of like not see anything. It's just, I, I, I got totally screwed on this house somehow like through timing not not that anyone did anything just timing wise i i got uh, this was my bad luck house i didn't see anything worth talking about and when i did it was always the mummy and i made my feelings clear on the mummy character so i (laughs) i got screwed on this man i don't know what happened Man, that that does actually hurt me. I'm not going <laughs> to lie because you of all people should have deserved a great run through. But for me, the concept was totally there. The concept mm. of uh, the Wolfman going out to find this amulet that can uh, like solve his curse. And he's got to work with Dracula to do it. But the mummy is protecting what's his. That is such like that is a classic universal monster. That's concept. great. We should see um, it. <laughs> And by the end, I was seeing it is a mummy house, but I was still I was probably seeing 70 percent mummy, 20 percent, you know, Dracula or uh, 20 percent Wolfman and then 10 percent Dracula, which was much better than opening weekend where I felt like it was 90 (laughs) percent. Yeah, (laughs) Um, really. I mean, our friends over at Fear and Beer just did a kind of award show where they handed out awards for various parts of HHN 31 and the best scare of the event was voted the triple monster scare. I think they called it the monster mash. Yeah. I heard um, about that too. Oh, uh, it was so good. <laughs> I don't know how you missed it. I saw it so many times. I never saw it. I almost saw it every single run. Well, I, was, I was telling you and Duff and this happened the rest of the year too. It's like, I didn't even, not only did I not see it, I never even like barely saw it. It's like, you know, you have a situation. It's like the, the door Yeti. That was like a, 
that was like a six second scare. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but like even at that, I might see it start or end or the whole thing. But this one, this triple scare, I don't even know where it was because I never saw even like beginning, end, or middle of it. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't blame the house. I don't blame the characters. I just don't know how I had such bad luck on this house. And that's what it comes down to. It's bad luck. Nothing to do with the house. I'm like weeping internally. (laughs) I am so sad for you. (laughs) It happens, man. It happens. Um, It doesn't happen often with many things, especially when you go as much as we go. But this is just one of those years. And it was that one. It was one of the houses. So law of averages catches up after a while. That's what it comes down to. I'm not mad about it. I'm just disappointed. If it gives some context, exactly what you're describing is basically how I heard most people experience Chupacabra this year. Uh, Okay. See, yeah, see, there you go. Yeah. Ah, uh, but yeah, I loved it. I can't, I can't put this in the top ten though because I'm always going to prefer the. I'm going to use the phrase again just because it's so good. I loved the monster mash element of HHN 29 um, so much, and I just think the Bride of Frankenstein lives is <laughs> it is that bitch in the sense <laughs> of like on a narrative standpoint, like it is the perfect HHN house on a set design absolutely beautiful HHN house. Like it just yep. has everything working for it. Exactly. And this yeah. one, I just can't put it there, but it yeah. is by far my favorite house of this year. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm disappointed in a better run and it's not from lack of trying either, but I think I went to it every night I went to make to try to get one in. I never had a, one I would call, call good, not bad. I never had a bad run through it, but man alive. It seems like all I ever saw was the mummy. And if I saw Dracula, he was setting himself up for the mirror scare, which I'd never got like, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just it's. I don't blame the house at all. It, it's just it, it happens. It ha- it's the way it goes. Well, bud, you ready to give our top ten? Was that all of them? We went through them all. Okay, that's yeah, all of them. Did. That's okay. all ten. Yeah. No, I'm not compared to our freaking last half of that discussion. But I guess I will anyway. <laughs> I feel stupid about my picks now. We're going to uh, disappoint each other. We're going to disappoint a lot of listeners too. I think, too. <laughs> uh, well, this is our list, not theirs. Yeah, they that's can true. Good point. Or, Good point. Yeah. Well, number ten for me, and I think you'll agree with this, is unfortunately the house that deserved a lot better, and that was Spirits of the Coven. That's probably where we're only going to agree, from what I've gathered from this discussion. Yes, this is the little. This is the house that I wish it would, not the one that I think it could. I wish it would. It just never got there, and I felt I felt the worst for the the people because the people I do know, and I'm sure this goes for all characters, but these are the ones I can you know vouch for. They they want it to be the house of the year, no matter where they're at, and yeah. I don't think it ever had a chance, and that sucks. I feel bad for for them for you know doing their best and. It was not them. It's not you. It's me. Like we were saying earlier. <laughs> well, uh, number nine for me is Hellblock. Okay. Well, so far, so good. Oh, Hellblock I, on there as well. Yep. I'm really surprised because I thought you were diverging already. And I was nope. like, really? You are? And then, nope. okay, I'm glad. We're still here. Yep. Um. All right. Well, number eight for me is... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. That stung. I even, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I I try not to say it. Um, uh, as, but yeah, it's wow. it's unfortunately. I don't know uh, how that's possible. Destruction for me. I really don't know how that's possible. I, I, we see the same house. <laughs> What's your number? Eight you sure you didn't it? like that little break that they had where they let carts and stuff go through? You sure you didn't go down one of those paths <laughs> by accident? And just walk between freaking trailers and go. Man, this is a lame ass house. It feels like it's outside though. This is pretty cool. 
Well, you know, I saw I saw a cast out there. Maybe they were changing, <laughs> yeah. and I just assumed it was a house. But uh, <sighs> yeah, wow. Okay, what are we number 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 eight? Eight. Uh, oh, mine's and this is a this is a victim of I only knew half of the house. I got horrors of Blumhouse. Love freaky. Okay. No idea what's happening in Black Phone, and that's my fault. So this is a it's not you, it's me moment for horrors of Blumhouse. I'm afraid. Understood. All right. Well, next up for me is Bugs Eaten Alive. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Jesus, our lists suck compared to each other. Our matching sucks, I should say. Well, you know, after we got to keep it interesting. Yeah. Scared bones. Well, we're, we're too on the nose. Yeah. Well, mine, mine is, and it's, we just talked about it. It's because I never had a good run through it. And it's not a bad house. It's just of the, of my experience this year of the houses. Universal Monsters falls into number seven because I had better runs in everything that's ahead of it. And I didn't dislike it. I just had better. I had a lot more fun and a lot more scares and much better runs for everything else. I don't know why I got so unlucky. I'm saying it again. Just said it five minutes ago. I don't know why I got so unlucky in this house, but that was, it was my time. And that was the house this year. That, that had to happen eventually. Hopefully that street doesn't start a streak for the rest of the next three years. Well, I'm curious if we're going to match up on this one, but it sounds like we're not. Um, next up, I have uh, Fiesta de Chupacabras. Nope. I have Halloween, and okay. that's probably mostly because I saw it in 24. So it wasn't, again, nothing wrong with it. Just, uh, you know, it's, it wasn't as, didn't have that new, that new car smell for me when I went through it. I don't even know why I use that analogy, but that's what came to mind. Yeah. I think I closed on that note too, as yeah. far as like when we were talking about that house. So totally understandable. Okay. I can't even disagree. Well, obviously it'd be stupid for me <laughs> to disagree because I didn't, I'm not, I'm not people on forums or anything like that. Good point. Yeah, um, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I understand. Um, right. Okay. Well, um, number five for me breaking into that is actually the horrors of Blumhouse. Like I oh, said, wow. that, okay. That might be a little bit of a surprise. I definitely could not in good conscience put it any higher, but just on a sheer fun, scary haunted house level, I thought it delivered on that. And I really enjoyed it for those reasons. And I really liked freaky and I liked black phone. So being able to walk through those movies was really cool. Nice. Um, my number five is the weekend after hours nightmare. And nice. that was so much. I didn't, I, I want to say so much more than I expected. I didn't know what to expect. It was such a pleasant experience with not having a clue what was going to happen. That's, that's the best way I can say it. I don't know if that's coming across as a compliment or not, but it's just, it was so much fun. So much that I didn't mind going to it. Like there was no, it wasn't even a second thought of going to it again. It's like, okay, I'm going to this corner. I'm going to do monsters. I'm going to do a weekend. And then uh, I'm going to start making my way towards the back of the park and see where I go next. But as always, that was always the longest uh, start starting point. So those two always knocked out every visit, I think. Number four for me was a thing that I did not get to see previously. So I was excited to see it back mm -hmm. and I thought it delivered on the promise of everything I had heard previously. Halloween. That's sounds about right where I thought you'd have it. I thought you might have it a little higher, but I was like looking at what's left that you haven't talked about. I was like, okay, it's that's, that makes sense to me. Cause I knew it was going to be high on your list, but that's, that's a, that. And that's, that's fair. If I hadn't seen it before, I think it'd be right around there, maybe one above or below what you said, but I would be the same exact way if I hadn't had it previous year. 
of it. Yeah, yeah. For a, for a very long time, it rode out in the top three, but I just had to be honest with myself as far as where things ended. And if I had a choice, like right now, which house could I walk through one more time? Halloween falls below a couple of the others, and that's why it is where it is. Okay. Mine is Fiesta de Chupacabras. That was I my top four now. Like my, nah, I shouldn't say that. One and two are kind of completely different, but three, four, and five. I think it all depends on what my latest memory was, and and number three and four, well, and five for that matter. That I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you. Do, by any chance, do you ever assign letter grades to them? Like no, Francis next to Halloween, I, I have B plus. I never <laughs> thought of that. No, I never thought of doing that. No, I kind of, when it comes to the top 10 list, it always kind of falls into like my last week of Horror Nights and Fiesta de, de Chupacabras. It actually, it, I don't think it ever got any better or worse, but it was always consistent and good. And I had a really good run my last couple of times through that. So that, and, but I had even better ones on my last three or top three, whatever I call it. So I liked yeah. it. I thought it was stunning. I thought absolutely stunning when you turn that corner. Uh, I totally forgot about the whole Jimmy Westmore screaming that you used to get assaulted with in that hallway <laughs> until you brought it up. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah, when you turned that corner and saw that, that village, it was, that was stunning. Very colorful, very exciting. Another sound, fantastic sound design. And just the, like, he's like, I think I had the same experience and didn't really note it mentally until you said it. I think I probably did pick up at least one thing every time I went through that. And yeah. I, I, I thought it was a great house and I'd love to see more interpretations of, um, of these kind of legends. Like you were saying earlier, I think that'd be fun. I just want to see people in Jersey accents. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> or excuse me. You Jersey can only Devil. cast, only cast people from South Jersey in that house. <laughs> you got to be authentic with it. Yep. Uh, ah, my God, and then there's two people shooting at each other. Yes, yeah. it's, it's pork roll or Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> um, number three for me, I'm really struggling right now, Matt. I am okay. like debating on if, oh man, I'm debating if I'm going to pull a last minute switcheroo, but I'm not. Um, number three for me, I'm going to go ahead and say was the weekend after hours nightmare. Wow. Um, okay. This was the house that I pretty much saw every single night. I went to the event um, just because it was a party and I really like that aesthetic. I think every, I think like at some point we should do an episode, like what is the perfect formula for an HHN event? And I think like it's a couple scary houses, some classic movie representation, um, and then a party house. And I think this was the party house. I had such a good fun time walking through here. And more importantly, I don't think anybody but HHN could have pulled off this house. And that goes for any of my top three, and um, yeah, I just really like it. And like I said, uh, when all is said and done in five years, when I'm we're talking about this event, maybe um, who knows, <laughs> you know, but um, this is the one that I'm going to be like, man, that was a really fun time. Yeah, that was I, I have no arguments with your uh, list so far. We're not at the top yet, so we'll see. <laughs> so what number three bugs eaten alive. That was that was the, the like you said. I, I went through that. I don't think I went through it every night. I'll be honest because there's sometimes when I got to that entrance and went, do I really want to do that walk tonight? It's you know I want to go home in 20 minutes, and it's going to take me 20 minutes to get to the front of the, to the entrance if I even if there's no one in front of me. So I didn't go every night, but when I went, I always had fun. I've never had a, a disappointing run through that. The only time I was disappointed. Um, was my last run because the giant grub wasn't there when I went through. 
that was my only disappointment. I wanted to say bye to the giant grub, but I didn't get to. But other than that, I still Actually, enjoyed same. it. Actually, same. Yeah. Oh, really? Same. Wow. Yeah. But I enjoyed it otherwise. So that was my number three. That was, that was, I, I really, really enjoyed that house. It was, it was, uh, it was, that was my fun house of the year. My number two is um, the house that I expected to be. Um, I, I expected it to end up as my number one, and I was really surprised it didn't because it was. But after some of that um, opening couple of week uh, highness <laughs> ended, <laughs> um, after I had gotten adjusted to the cocaine in my body, oh, yeah, right. um, you know, um, it was it was uh, unfortunately Dead Man's Pier ended up mm. slipping into that number two spot. And I say unfortunate when I just said, you know, I think this is one of the most beautiful houses they've ever built and it would challenge pretty much anything um, for that title. I just think that it, it I did become aware of um, some of its flaws and that was just that the house was kind of repetitive. And I don't think I saw some people say that like it's beautiful, but it's boring. I do. I don't agree with that, <laughs> but um, I just, it didn't quite hit end up in the number one spot, which was super surprising for me. Yeah. I'm with you. That's my number two as well. And I expected that to be my number one until time went on i'm like okay this is a beautiful scenic house it's like there's there's really nothing to compare it to maybe it's the outdoor um ghost town maybe you can call it that well i mean the town's outside you know the sea-based ghost town let's say that but um as far as what after that sunk in and that initial shock wore off it's like the character designs are fantastic i love them but you always knew where they were you saw them coming so the scares weren't that great or, uh, no, that intense, not not great. Not, I shouldn't say great. I won't take anything away from their performance. Scares weren't intense. Um, it wasn't. It was a more to walk around and look at things than to go in and get scared. Not that there's anything wrong with that, especially when it looks like the way it did. But because it was, I think, mainly focused on being looked at rather than walk through and scared, keeps it from being my number one. Yeah, yeah, I, I think we're 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 saying it in different ways, but we're yes. on the same page for <laughs> right. sure. And it's um, it's so interesting because like if you would have asked me, you know, everybody knows on this podcast that my favorite house of all time was Ghost Town, The Curse of Lightning Gulch. If you would have walked up and asked me, hey, do you like a marine aesthetic or a cowboy aesthetic more? I'm pretty sure I would have said the uh, the marina, uh, the, oh, okay. the lighthouse aesthetic, okay. but. Now it's got me questioning, do I like <laughs> cowboys more than I thought I did? And I did not expect that to be my question coming out of HHS. That's, yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, super interesting. But uh, yeah, number one for me, Universal Monsters Legends Collide. Mm. I loved it. I love my monsters. It, it makes me real sad you didn't have a good run through of this. I wonder if it could have been, yeah, number one if I did. I don't. I, I won't know now. I feel like you and I need to get better in the habit of going through houses together. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> because all season long, we were like, you here? No, I left four hours. Yeah, ago. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, I, I love this house. And like I said, it doesn't make my top 10. And I, I'm kind of curious if that's just because um, it doesn't make my overall top 10. And I, I'm curious if that's just because the monster spots are already filled. But I just think it, while I loved it, there was just a couple more elements needed for me to bump it up there. Um, but it's still favorite house of the event. So many great memories of walking through there. So many memories of seeing people absolutely terrified running through this thing. And 
I'll always love it. <laughs> well, next episode, I think it's probably going to be a hot takes episode with a guest, right? I think we're overdue for one. Hopefully you guys are excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to avoid releasing my revealing my number one. If you can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was wondering why you were asking. I was like, I don't know. We kind of change the subject. Yeah. And then we're going to do some retrospectives, right? No, no, we'll do, we'll do some of those. I mean, it's not hard if you're doing the math and I, I do question this now hearing your review of this, but Damn it. I love this house. And I, you know what? My opinion is my opinion. And if everyone else listening to this disagrees, that's fine. Whatever. That's descendants of destruction. I loved every second of this from the first night I went through to the last time I walked through it on my last night there. Last Halloween night, this is where I ended it. And that, that took some doing because it's not the easiest house to get to, especially if you're trying to fit some other ones in between that. I loved the look of it. I love the story of it. I love the sound of it. I love the sets. I love the subways. I loved everything about this. I don't know how you and I are discussing the same house in this episode the way we did and talking about the same thing because I, I, I don't see anything that you're saying about this as being even remotely correct. <laughs> it was my favorite house this year, bar none. I, um, I, I'm not even mad. Look, okay. you can call me an idiot. I'm going to let you say do that. that. No, I know you didn't, but you can. Okay. Um, maybe <laughs> I'm into it. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I look, I am just glad that this house worked for you on the level that it did because I, I heard your initial, like where we were figuring out like our hype list and everything yeah. like that. And you're like, oh, I think it's going to be this and this, but I know you like this genre and you like right. this aesthetic yep. of things and the fact that it was able to come in and sweep you off your feet. Yeah. Um, I'm just imagining you like the cover of a romance novel, yeah. but it's one of those dudes <laughs> in the gas masks. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I'm just so glad like that worked for you. And I think that's awesome. And um, I love when people have that um, off the beaten path house. Mm. That's like, this was my thing. Cause I just think it's cool. Um, and I'm just glad this house was that. for you. Yeah. I, I, really enjoyed this house i i i don't i certainly didn't expect it to top a majority of people's list by any means because i didn't really see it be talked about but man when you gave your review of it that was shocking to me i was like i i am i off the mark am he off the mark and then you know no one's off the mark with their opinion but it's like what is what you know what did i see that he didn't or vice versa that was i don't think we've ever been that far apart on a house in all the time we've been doing this show i don't think we ever have um but once again, we needed something to yeah, balance exactly. out right. after yeah. being like, oh, you know, graveyards one of yeah. my favorite scares. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, that's true. Um, Good point. Yeah, yeah. We need we needed that that hot take moment, yep. and then after we end this call, and everybody thinks that you're cemented, you can be like, man, Descendants was a piece of garbage. Uh, I hate that you made me say that. Sure. I mean, um, I mean, I, I, I'm starting to feel like. Maybe it wasn't talked about because it's not a good house. And I just, no, there's something about it that I have seen Calm that no one down. else says. <laughs> Calm down. Oh, I'm never going to, I'm not going to take it back. I'm just wondering. Yeah. Well, at the end of the, I'm going to say, okay, whose turn is it to edit this time? And then you'll be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do it. And then you're going to do some voice modulation shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like Tarkin and Rogue One yeah. for podcast editing. <laughs> um, no, no, I love it though. Um, all right, well, I guess that brings us to the end of our HHN thirty one review. Did did we hit it all? Did we need to? Okay, well, we should. What was the best drink and food item you had? Oh, this year? geez. Okay, this was tough um, because I didn't really 
go for any of the drinks except that opening night, like the mixed drinks. I did enjoy the one we had at the party. I don't even know what it was called. The one with the popsicle and the skull glass. Yeah, uh, the manganata. That, yeah, that was, that was my drink of the year. It was delicious. Um, beer was, we talked about this with Duff. Beer kind of sucked this year. I mean, Ecto Cooler is a, is a good beer, but that's also like, for me, a, a sour of any kind, anytime, anywhere is, is a one and done. I need something after that. I just, I can't follow a sour with another sour so i i drink it a lot this year yeah. just because it was at the carts yeah. and it was like easy to like i didn't i think maybe total i had one night where i really drank at the event like i normally do i, I usually don't drink at the event just had, because well, it yeah becomes so expensive but um I, I had one real drinking night and that of course was the night i was there with kenny so that always happens <laughs> mine was with brad of all people yeah. so there we go oh. um Brad and his wife Kelly, we we were like go. We started at Fat Tuesday and didn't stop. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but a lacto cooler was there. Yeah, um, at all the carts and it was just super accessible. And we had a couple of cool nights, which was cool. Yeah, was, and was it say, was like the the, the yeah. cooler nights after the hurricane. I I had a couple of the IPA. They had Voodoo Ranger, which is always a good IPA choice, but not when it's 150 degrees out. That's a tough drink. Better than just, terrapin, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think most of, my, of the terrapin days. <laughs> I think most of my go-to drinks this year were Dufftoberfest when I was around, which seemed like it was around a really short time this year, and um, Dragon Scale. I think, which is amazing considering you can get a Duff of some sort and Dragon Scale any time of the year. But that's what I preferred because I didn't like the other choices for drinks this year. Yeah, now that I think about it, I mainly when I wanted a beer. That was not. Uh, I didn't visit like a ton of the food stands for drinks. Um, yeah, I think I I think I actually went to uh not three broomsticks. Uh what is it called? Sorry. Um Oh I went to I don't I went know to what I know you're talking about, but drink. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went to Diagon Alley to get a beer or whatever. Yeah. Um which is very interesting because I usually get my mixture there. I usually get my variation of the <laughs> yeah, I was there the night there. I was there your the night you asked for one and she wouldn't do it. And you're like, fine. I don't. Want you anything. were there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say that. Where she was like, no, we don't. We don't do that. I'm like, what? What? Oh, the, oh, 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 I don't think I'm getting anything. Then I don't then. want thank anything. You. And then you yeah. walked away. So, and then she was like, oh, okay, thank you. Um, it was so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, food though, food though. Um, I think they were called the fried rat tails. That was probably the best thing I had this year. Mm, that was the funnel cake fries with the crab meat. <laughs> on top yeah. the crab meat dip super weird and honestly it did get a little sweet by the end of it but um i don't know man i i think people build up theme park for too yeah. much they're like, this thing is delicious i've never had except in a sit-down restaurant i've never had theme park quick service i've had some that is way better than others but i've never been like holy shit that's the greatest goddamn snack i've ever had in my entire life uh, uh i don't know if this is the best tasting food but my favorite food i don't i'm looking to see if i can see a name on it i I don't know what it's called but it was the meaty meats ground beef but it was actually like rice krispies with like a raspberry sauce on it i i didn't i walked by that thing so many times thinking it was a prop that when i found out it was an actual food i was like that's clever that's really clever so that was my favorite thing to see and i i had it too um it is the only item at HHN I've ever had a bite of and tossed out. Oh, really? You didn't like it? I, I mean, I would I, say I, I got I would, the I got the bear meat, which was okay. like the spicy Cheeto. Oh no, no, no! This was uh, this I definitely had the raspberry one. I remember being sweet, and I got a sweet tooth the size of freaking the Rock of Gibraltar. Oh, so that was too. right up my alley. 
Uh, no, the it was so stale and gross, oh. and I was like, "This packaging is well, amazing." Yeah. Um, and then I was like, "That's a cute picture in the garbage." I am sure that might have something to do with timing too of getting it because I don't think that stuff lasts terribly long. Because I remember when my mother used to make rice krispie treats in a pan. It's like eat them that night or they're bricks the next morning. I'm looking at the other stuff. I mean, I liked I, I, I like the idea of a lot of stuff, but none of it's like something to go out of my way for. Uh, and I think it's like you said, it's like theme park food. It's, it's, it's for, for, for me, it's always been a, a, a source of fuel. I don't get it because I'm craving a X, Y, Z. I was like, I need something in my stomach to keep going the next three hours. So I didn't really pay attention. I was like, what's closest, what's the least uh, offensive thing on this menu that I'm closest to. And that's what I'll eat. And then I'll keep going the next couple of hours. I'm looking at the food list to see if there's anything I missed that I really like. Not really. I mean, there's some great ideas here. It's just, I don't, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's like, how much stuff can a twisted tater hold? Let's find out this year. <laughs> a second year in a row, I didn't get one. Yeah, me neither. I just, I yeah, I think, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think last year kind of just was like the, the door shut. It's like that line was so ridiculous. Line was better this year, but it's like, eh, I don't even want to wait in that line anymore. And like you, everyone ruined it. Like they ruin everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. All right, folks. I think that concludes our HHN thirty one review. There's been um, you saw everything start with an act of uh, love and trust between <laughs> Matt and I. And now rapidly, I <laughs> we had an my Anakin and Obi Wan moment. I have left him burned on the planet <laughs> of Mustafar. <laughs> Screaming, um, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh you know what? I had a Kit Kat when you were telling me how much you love that house too. So uh, that's very appropriate. Wow. Um insult to yeah. injury. At least you weren't having like a uh sugar daddy. That'd be really it's like really, really? You're gonna and a handful of Necco wafers, you're gonna diss me that bad. I thought I Holy thought you were shit. about to say at least you weren't like knee deep in a bowl of queso blacking out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my thing. <laughs> That is a joke for only you <laughs> yeah, and I, is, and I yeah, love it. I um, but yeah, but thanks for being here. Thanks for like making the time for us to get this out tonight. Um, of course, we've got yes. a couple more. I think we're going to try to get another episode or two out before the holiday season just to, uh, you know, kind of cap this year and, and everything like that. And then uh, we do have to do an episode <laughs> because we officially right. have our first announcement yes. for... 32. Yes, another thing I swear I'm going to catch up on before cuz it's based on the series, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I need to, well. Which apparently I, is really solid and they're like 30 minutes so like super I like, easy. I have a year. I have a year to catch up on at least the first season if not both seasons. I I'm still going to feel I can feel it already. I can I, feel it. I, think, I got 10 months. Yeah. Oh. No, we'll uh you and I are just going to have to plan like <laughs> yes. a week to get together. And just do a couple nights at each other's houses. That's a good <laughs> like idea. For, yeah. For yep. Otherwise, um, I'll I'll fail again. Like I, we will hold each other accountable yeah. for this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, man, is there anything else like you want to plug, uh, like on Neozaz or anything like that? Uh, not not right up. no not right now um we're all scaled down we're like kind of kind of uh in low gear for the holidays we'll have a couple things here and there but we're all taking a nice little nice little break i think just about everybody on the network has had a big life change in good ways so we're all kind of like waiting for the new year to reset and uh 
I've taken my yearly Twitter break now. I don't even know if there'll be a Twitter to come back to come Halloween harness <laughs> yeah. 32. So we'll see. Um, yeah, no, I'm just chilling. I'm, I'm coasting the rest of the year. Um, you know, for, uh, gearing up to, um, hit it all again with all our shows. But I mean, a lot of, it's a good thing that you brought it up though. A lot of people don't necessarily know what we do all together on Neo's as, but we do a, a lot of stuff uh, and have we're over 12 years old now. So if you have a, any other interest outside of hard nights, that's pop culture related. There's a chance we got either a series or at least a special on it. So in this downtime, wait for Hunter and I to get our shit together. Check out Neo's as.com. You might find some more fun stuff there. And if you want to keep up with me, I would say follow me on Twitter, but who knows how much longer you can do that. Um, I am literally just shit posting myself into oblivion. Like there is nothing good on there anymore. Well, the last things I saw was your screenshot of your save shit post. I was was like, that's brilliant. (laughs) My favorite one was just, uh, I I think everybody's favorite was Ghostbusters. I was also fond of a healthy relationship doesn't come from love and trust. It comes from Shark Tank now in its 14th season on the ABC <laughs> network. <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, when I'm not talking about Shark Tank and Ghostbusters, <laughs> um, go ahead and go ahead and check out. Which the is surprisingly Grim- rare, but yeah, yeah. Very surprisingly. <laughs> I, uh, I got to get on that Andor train like everybody else. Um, that's that's another one we're going to disagree on. I can feel it in my bones already before we even talk uh, about it. I haven't watched any of the Star Wars series this year, so there's plenty for me to catch up on. But I have almost finished what we do in the shadows. So we got ah, see that. now that that yeah. So if you're going to start watching it live next season, this is this is so off topic, but people will appreciate it. If you're maybe they probably won't, but I do. If you're watching it live next season, we'll have to. I'll tell Christy to invite you on her show for that oh i would love to i've got to hit her up for an episode that's been gestating for two years now oh, that's right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so we'll try to get that up and going but anyways grim grinning hosts you can check me out over there that's my uh podcast which was started as a theme park podcast but ended up kind of becoming a generalized tribute to pop culture um i just did a really fun episode for halloween uh, where I bought like a hundred bucks worth of Halloween candy, oh um, and then no one visited my house. But my Are you good serious? Friend, yeah, literally nobody came by. Wow. Um, which we weren't here. We went to a friend's house because our neighborhood's not very busy. Yeah. But we put a yeah. ball out, and literally nobody stopped by. I had all the inflatables set up, the gravestones, the projections, and nobody saw it. But I do it for myself. Yeah. Um. But anyways, the we just did an episode of my friend Jesse and I where we ranked the Halloween candies. Oh, so nice. we're like, so <laughs> here cool. are twenty five of the iconic Halloween candies. How do you where does Skittles rank on this twenty five list? And we did like a live taste. It was super fun. Um, I, I really sleep enjoyed for three that. days from the sugar, but oh, I was, I was. <laughs> A mess. Um, I'm still covered in acne. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My teeth are still stinging. Um, But uh, I should probably stop chewing tinfoil. But the oh, go ahead. We're going ahead. No, no, no. no, Speaking of Halloween this year, I I, it must have had something to do with it being a Monday because you've been to my house for Halloween and we we had a great time last year. I don't. I don't think we had a quarter of the kids that we had that year, and that year was a light year because it was the first year quote unquote post COVID. So I think it has something to do with being a Monday this year that, that it just didn't, wasn't a big deal. So that'll, that sucks if that's it. Cause it means another four years. till we hit a weekend again. 
I just really hope it's not that the Halloween spirit is dying. It feels like every year one less house is decorated and it just, it hurts. That's why I I had a little more hope this year because I think we had more houses decorated this year. Now, when I say more, I mean like two more houses, but still I was like, okay, so, you know, picked up a little, but I just didn't have the people. Uh, I, I, I really think it's because it's a Monday. That's a, that's a kind of a rotten day yeah. to have a holiday like that. And for you, you live in a very walkable neighborhood yeah. too for like trick or treating and that yeah. sort of thing. I'm like in this little tiny cul-de-sac yeah. next to nothing else. <laughs> so it's like, uh, you know, I didn't expect it, but I thought at least somebody, I, I, I was at the point where I wish, you know, that one asshole teenager would have just, yeah, I know. Right. Bag. Yeah. <laughs> so I would have felt better than yeah. nobody. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, besides that on Grim Grinning Host, you know, it's uh, we did an episode last year, which I had a lot of fun with, with Dan and Preston, um, where we talked about our favorite like movie releases, our favorite like Blu-ray releases of the year. Um, and we're doing that again in preparation for Black Friday. So if you like physical media, keep an eye out for that one. That one will be this week as well. But uh, yeah, thank you all so much for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. We do genuinely appreciate it. And we'll have a couple more episodes for you before the year's end. And then who knows? We'll probably take a six month break and <laughs> come yeah, back exactly. to it. Um, but hey, uh, I, I think, yeah, we definitely got to get another hot wing episode out pretty yes. soon. Yep. I'm craving we, some wings. We owe one to the, the guests we invited and haven't done yet, at the very least. For sure. Yep. For sure. But uh, until next time. Just remember to uh, keep keep. Um, I I don't know how I want to close this. Um, <laughs> I just just da ba ba da ba ba. That was great. Da ba ba. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights, and we'll see you next time on the Spooky Side. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright Universal Studios or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.